When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome everybody, leftovers. We missed last week because uh, Hassan was preoccupied. Yeah, with- I was using the HAARP gun to do earthquakes in in Turkey and Syria. Ladies and gentlemen, That's we conspiracy are all theory. domestic Wait, what? terrorists. Yeah, what do you say? There's a conspiracy theory in Turkey. Yeah, which I like. I'm obviously fascinated by conspiracy theories. There's one in Turkey where they believe that like America is responsible for the earthquakes. They have this oh, like earthquake yeah. gun. Yeah, and they hit the earthquake button. That's crazy tech. Yeah, it's their hogs, their version of hogs who like defend the government that's been in power for like fucking three decades. And they're like, yeah, no, it's not the government's fault that like all these buildings collapsed like nothing. There was no code. Yeah, that like, no, it's worse. There is code. Uh They just openly did not enforce it. And because like the contractors that were and the developers that were making the buildings were like friends of the government. Because they get the favorable contracts, they knew that no one was going to regulate, so they just like built it like shit. Uh, that's awesome. See, I, that's interesting to learn about other countries' conspiracy theorists. But pretty, people really believe America has a earthquake button, huh? Well, if you're not living in the United States of America, a lot of people are not too fond of the United States of America. What? Why not? Yeah, it could be even in <clears throat> even in Europe. Like, people just think that, like, Americans are abrasive, annoying, loud, uh, Have you ever been to Paris? Sorry. No, I, I agree. No one. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I agree. I think, I think the French, the British, yuck. Like, yeah, you know, there's, I mean, plenty, there's plenty of awfulness there, too. I'm just saying that, like, even they don't like Americans. Yeah, well, Whereas the rest of the world definitely looks at Americans and they're like, oh, these guys fucking are Okay, well, awful. Israel loves America. Yeah. Well, they love. Well, they yeah. love Israel is because Israel is America in the Middle East. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Who else loves America? I think uh, Saudi Arabia. Well, that's a mm. again. Well, Saudi Arabia is interesting because like mm. they do love America, but not like not like yeah. it's not like openly they love America. Like all the Gulf states love America for obvious reasons, mm-hmm. not dissimilar to Israel. Where they just, they get financial help and, and weapons and all this stuff. Yeah, but they also did 9-11, kind of. Yeah, true. So there's a little love-hate, a frenemies really. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a little hot okay, and Okay, okay, who else do we have that loves America? Ugh, fuck. What is Madagascar's opinion on America? I don't know, but you know what's really funny, actually? The number one country that loves the United States of America is actually not Israel, which was surprising to me. Uh, it's Vietnam. 
That is fucking Which weird. Which is fucking I, insane, right? The Vietnamese love America? Yeah. Like, little the Vietnamese Stockholm syndrome? A little bit of that, and also anti-Chinese sentiment, because they, they... And also... Oh, Taiwan must love America. Yeah, well, so yeah, Taiwan funny. is America. <laughs> okay, you keep saying that, but you, you, you know what I mean? Like, we found them, they're out there. Yeah, there are countries that we are awesome. aligned with that awesome. do love America. Anyway, welcome to the show, Hassan. Nice to see you again. We got all kinds of fun stuff to talk about. Yeah. First of all, congratulations. You raised $1.3 million for the... The, the help the, the the very very sad outcome of these incredible earthquakes yeah and i do three million dollars i do want to point out you also gave ten thousand and one dollars i did want to point that out no i i i i thanked you a lot i noticed that like I, I noticed why you put 10,000 in one. Because oh, you yeah. were like, what if there are a lot of top donors that give 10,000? You still want to be in the top. Yeah. I wanted to give one penny more, but I thought about it too late afterwards. Yeah, of course I did one. But, like, I've, I, frankly, FaZe Clan gave less than me, and I find that embarrassing. They're a whole we're clan, dude. That's a, and Jacksepticeye, who's def, who, by the way, there's, like, no taxes in Ireland. And this dude makes so much fucking money. Could only pony up 10k. Okay, bro. He's below me. He's below me. Okay, all there's no every dollar counts. It's not a bad thing to donate. And that's there's why no I gave ten thousand like one dollar, Hassan, because every dollar counts. Yes, exactly. There's, and I'm, I'm eternally grateful for everyone who yeah. who pitched in, who fundraised. You know, yeah, yeah who, good job, though. It's still going on. It's gonna. I'm probably gonna end it soon. I'm probably gonna end it this week. Um, the money's already being sent in portions. Nice. Like, as soon as it's, like, as soon as the funds come in to them, they clear it and send it out. So, that's the situation. Who do you think donated from FaZe Clan, Inc.? Full of sterile, don't you think? Um, they donated from FaZe Clan, Inc. because they phased the fuck up. And I phased the fuck up, and they recognized that's that. That's fucking right. They literally were like, bro, this dude is phasing the fuck up. And uh, honestly, earthquakes... Not very phased up, so we need to, you know. That's true. That is. We need to do blanks. something about that. Also, I just want to get—I didn't re see this before. I guess it's new. Steve Jablonski is a friend of the Yo, show. Jablonski. Great. Yeah, I, I found out about this. Uh, I did not, but then I found out that he's like a friend of you. This show. Well, yeah. You know, he's also a friend of mine, and and a friend of my show as well. I guess so. he's a very very generous guy. He's always super support. He's actually like a really famous music composer for movies. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good dude. That's sick. Jablonski, love him. Shout out. I love when, like, real people, not real, but, you know, like, quote, unquote, this motherfucker, like, could be listening. He should be listening to, like, uh... NPR? Yes, but he listens to the podcast. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, you're brain-breaking, like, a famous composer for no reason. Like, why does he know about all awesome. the goofy characters of the... This, man, this man's watched me sit silently in a McDonald's and eat food yesterday for 30 minutes. Yeah, that's, you can't be making fun of my content if that's what you're making now. So, can you timestamp it? I want to show Hassan what we did oh, yesterday. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wait, so what's up? Did you like, are you having another baby or something? Oh, yeah, I've, yeah I'm going to talk about it tomorrow. I mean, I'll talk about it. Yeah, we're, well, we're trying now, yeah. Okay. No, but I'll we're going to do, we're just going straight to the IVF. What's up? You're just like... You're on the Elon Musk train. You're like, I need to have as many children as possible. <laughs> What's going on? Well, I am monogamous, so there is a speed limit to that. But uh, no, this is our last baby. 
for sure you're capping it? Yeah. It, okay. dude, even this third one, I'm like, are we serious? Like, are you sure? Because a lot of baby. When you reset, bro, it's hard, dude. That first year is like so fucking goddamn, boy. Yeah. But Eva wants a little girl. And hopefully we'll be able to. Yeah, here's what we did yesterday on the show. Bro, you are not eating McDonald's right now. Yeah, that's McDonald's. You were... I thought you were dieting, Ethan. What's going on? No, it's from the bit. The bit. Oh. It's the, it's the Cardi B uh, meal. It was very important to try it. It was, the, it was a very special. Was it good? No, no, it's fucking dumb, dude. It's just normal food. That's what Travis. <laughs> yeah, why would it be abnormal food? Yeah, but there was no. nothing. It was like the most normal ass food. Yeah, like, no, that's one, what the Travis Scott meal was the exact same, where it was like literally just a normal fucking burger, right? What was the difference? You dunk it in the Sprite or something? What? What do <laughs> yeah, you do? Well, Offset was literally just a quarter pounder with cheese, normal. Yep. Like, okay. and a high yeah, that's kind of fucked I, I, up. I can order my own meal. Like, they should, too. they probably, well, I do know how this works in the background. I know that, like, Subway works with influencers. I'm not going to reveal who. I know that, like, there was a point, actually, he talked about it on his podcast. It was Ludwig. Ludwig worked, he didn't even tell me about this. I just listened to his podcast episode. Why am I fucking talking about Go it? Go ahead. He told me. Anyway, parasocial. Um, I think I was literally gathering info on a on a person that we were going to interview. So I was watching his podcast. No other reason. I would never do that. Um, and Can you not promote other podcasts? On yeah, show, you're right. Please? You're right. You're right. Well, I did never said the name. So don't let, don't watch Ludwig. He's right wing. Uh, he's a right wing uh, guy. He's a freak. Very bad. Pedo. Very bad. Pedo. Okay. Oh Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> I always I love, take it too far. I love. Yes, I love Ludwig. <laughs> he is not. I'm not even going to say those words. Okay. okay. All right. Um. I took it too far. Sorry. Uh, so anyway, as I was saying, uh, they they give you boundaries from what I understand. Because like he was working with uh, Subway mm -hmm. and then it never actually ended up happening. But he was working with Subway and they were, you know, they like he wanted to make a sandwich mm. with the ingredients that they have at Subway. Mm. You can't use anything new or different. But the ingredients that are available at Subway, you can customize it yeah. to make it something crazy. Yeah. But then the sandwich that you make is going to be like $18. You know what I mean? Uh. So I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, when you're working at McDonald's, like when you're working with McDonald's on a big deal like that, mm -hmm. they probably tell you like, yeah, this is going to cost like $15 at McDonald's. If you want your name to be associated with a $15 burger at McDonald's, like you can go that route. I'm sure they even tell you like, we don't want to do that though. You know yeah, what I mean? That was something we thought about. I don't know, man. It's inexcusable. I hate that shit, but I'm still eating, by the way, silently. So, what is the Cardi B meal? Can you tell me? I like Cardi B, by the way. I know she's, like, problematic or whatever. I don't really Oh, yeah, care. no, it's a... Um, I'm it's actually a, a fan. It's a cheeseburger with uh, crushed-up Tylenol PM sprinkled on. Okay, okay. What's, what's, the, what's actually the Cardi B meal? I don't, I don't even remember. It was just a regular burger. Hers was just a regular burger um, with barbecue sauce. Cardi B that was an what offset meal well, bundle. No, well, hold Come on. There, the there was something. Uh, uh, it, they, so she, hers was a Diet Coke with GHB mixed in. Okay, what was it? What was it actually? I like Cardi B. <laughs> me, yeah, no, me too. <laughs> you remember Quaaludes? Yeah, it was like french fries with Quaalude sprinkles. It's a cheeseburger with a side of barbecue sauce and a quarter pounder with cheese. Uh, large, a large fries. fries. 
an apple two pie. drinks and an apple pie. So basically just a regular ass McDonald's meal. Uh, people want you to explain, and I've seen a lot of people try to explain this because I'm confused by it. What what is the difference between a leftist and a liberal? I mean, these distinctions are silly. But That's like, what I think. Okay, thank no, you. Moving but, on. But for overall, like a liberal is, I mean, there's a fundamental difference between liberals and leftists, I guess. Am uh, I lib? It's arbitrary. It's arbitrary. So uh, it, it's, you know, it's made up concept. But if you were to put boundaries on it, it would be um, like being anti-capitalist versus uh, being pro-capitalist. But I also consider social Democrats who are capitalist to, uh, at the very least, in the Western world, be a part of uh, the entry point into leftist politics. So, so wait, what's the, why can't I be a lib and be cool? Liberals, liberalism, liberalism yeah. is a political ideology, literally revolves around the defense of private property, property that uh, was created through enclosures, property that needs to be defended with the threat of violence from the state, um, and leftists don't really care about private property you can have personal property you can have a home obviously no one's like saying you shouldn't be able to have your own home your own toothbrush or anything like that or your car but um the defensive the defensive private property property that you purchase capital you're not you're not on its own you're not in favor of private property i think that society would be better off if uh, people had personal property, like a home, a nice home, a difference? mansion, a castle, if you want to fucking live in one. What's Who cares? Difference? Versus, oh, uh, capital accumulation. So the difference between private and personal property is like this. A home that you live inside of, that, you know, you bought for your family or whatever, mm -hmm. is personal property. Mm -hmm. A home that you purchase specifically with the interest of, like, renting it out to other people, mm -hmm. so that it just, it's like investments that... Uh, will accumulate uh, value for you without you even touching it really that's private property so who would build who builds like office spaces i i don't consider that to be uh as problematic you're just talking estate. about family homes yeah okay i mean i, I agree I'm with that you, like, i don't the, i'm giving you the basics like obviously it's not there are there are this is not black and white okay so leftists hate hate people with two houses and libs like people with two houses no that's not true either i think like that's like saying technically uh, capital ownership means like any kind of uh, any kind of stock purchase right if you have stocks if you're if you have any kind of stocks you're technically owning capital you're you have a very tiny fracture of ownership in a corporation that you will never see that is like far away from you that you don't even know you have ownership over half the time. Mm -hmm. But obviously, I'm not against 401ks. That would be insane. I tell people all the time, you know, you have to have a nest egg. Like, because socialism or leftism doesn't mean you fucking die when you are no longer a productive uh, laborer. So I'll tell you, I agree with that because if there was no stock market, I'd be a lot richer right now. Oh, because you lost a lot. Yeah, like, I, I'm totally in favor of getting rid of the stock market, bro. I mean, I, I think that um, <laughs> a system that's reliant on a debtor's economy, a system that's reliant on the stock market, uh, yields these inevitable uh, outcomes that we look at and see uh, as, as bad, immoral, wrong uh, companies. Uh, a great example I always use is when a company uh, eliminates redundancies, mm -hmm. right? 
they're just firing like half the fucking workforce. Yeah. But the stock price is good. The stock price improves usually when a company does uh, uh, an elimination of redundancies mm-hmm. because it's now more efficient. Mm-hmm. But that does not reflect well on the people that were one fired and the people that remain at the company who now have to do the workload of two people mm-hmm. because they're fearful that they might get fired as well. So that is at the like things like that are at the heart of an economy that centers itself around uh, capital accumulation. Okay. Like every part of the inequality that you see. What is what's an ethical way for you as someone who makes a lot of money to use your surplus money? I just use it on myself and I give a lot to charities and shit. Right. But surely you have a lot left over. I do. Yeah. But what's an ethical thing to do? Just keeping Literally, it for yourself is fine? Nothing. Like, I don't really I don't really spend much uh, other than just, like... Well, I'm not asking you what shit. you do with it. I'm just, like, theoretically. Theoretically, what you, could you do? I mean, I, I basically... Um, I basically do what, I, what I've been doing, but at a larger scale now. You know what I mean? Try to support union funds, do fundraisers, and reinvest it into my own business, I guess, technically. Mm-hmm. But even then, it's like, I just, I just go off vibes. <laughs> I, vibes. I, I okay, so lefties prefer vibes over all things. Not, and... not, this, is, this is just my own personal perspective on the matter. Well, I like, like vibes. It's a vibe right now. No, I'm a, I am a capitalist, of... to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I know. But you're, we all are, I would, I would say we that you're, are. I would say that you are uh, more in line with um social democracy than anything else like you a hundred percent you are very much you're very much like a like you're like if america was like norway it would be infinitely better if they we had like robust social safety nets if education was uh was was equal as equal as possible public education was funded adequately mm-hmm. um and everybody had you know social security better labor protections better labor unions people weren't getting fucked over free health care that's that my perfect thing. society and and it, the the nationalization of the extraction <coughs> industries especially like in norway is pretty pretty helpful for the economy overall that's a lot of people that's mm-hmm. a lot of people's starting position and i and i love that i think that's you're infinitely to the left of you know 98% of America when you fucking advocate for that. So okay. You're right. definitely so a, the most radical guy? socialist by Democratic Party standards. Okay, good. When you advocate for things like that. Great. I mean, I did just donate $10,001 to... Well, that donations are not socialism. That makes me a lefty. And also a very generous person. I... The one thing I will say, though, is that Norway and capitalist social democracies still do have issues. I'm a believer as a, as a revisionist uh, that you can, through slow reforms, at least try to improve uh, the, the living conditions of workers all around the world. And one fundamental problem with social democracies in Europe is that they are still heavily relying on, you know, the protection of the imperial state, the United States of America, they're heavily reliant on the extraction of natural resources from the third world, just like we all are. That is definitely still a part of global capitalism thriving. Mm. Uh, you know, the, the conflict minerals, everything else that you, you steal from Africa and, and the rest of the global south. Uh, these are things that we don't even think about, but are very much rooted within 
our our um, you know capitalist existence and the mode of production. Okay. The fuck is this? Yeah, Susan's leaving. What? Susan's oh, you're leaving. so fucked. That's what I said. To it's over. It's my over. My best friend, my contacts, my uh, bro. It's so over. My for best you. woman for my wedding. My <laughs> soldier up in arms is Susan Wojcinski. Is after many years retiring as CEO. And the guy who's moving up, actually, we all should be worried. This dude, Keith, my, or my friend, Neil, Neil. When my friend Neil bent over. Yeah, Neil Mohan. I think I've, I think I've not met him, but I've seen him. Neil Mohan. I don't need a new conspiracy. Was he at your wedding, too? Was, was he Susan's oh, yeah, plus I, one? Yeah, so I've never talked to him, but I, I've seen You're him. You're so fucked, dude. This guy's coming after you, brother. But what is this guy going to do? He could be a shark, man. He's going to come in and start shaving off our side. He, I can't, uh, I don't know anything about him. He seems like a nice guy, though. He looks like a, like a kind man. This guy's a ruthless fucking capitalist that would eat your children alive if it means saving a hundred bucks. Well, I mean, Susan <laughs> was also that, but, like, what? They're, these people are worth hundreds of millions of dollars, Actually, of course. Susan's a billionaire. Is she? Yeah, she is. Oh, She's God She's one of the damn. richest women in the world, I think. God damn. Well, she was like the fifth employee at Google. No wonder, no wonder you love her. Yeah, no, she's, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I have mad respect. I just respect money. The more, uh, the more I like you. Google says 765. That's why we love million. Elon and Jeff Bezos. Love them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, she's broke. That's some cringe. Yeah, it's a little short of a billion. She's what? What does she have? Se <laughs> 765. Oh, broke boy. Broke girl. Yeah. I mean, that's just Google. These are always, you know, a little. Did you know that Susan's <laughs> sister... Same family, sister, first sister is even richer. Um, <laughs> who's she married? She's like... Not through marriage. She no, 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 no. She's also like married to someone oh, who's yeah. like super powerful too, right? What is she, the CEO of something crazy? Uh, like, which sister? Because she has a few, I'm seeing. God damn, this fucking family just pumping out insane <laughs> Silicon uh, Valley babies. Anne is the Anne. CEO of 23andMe. Yeah, Anne. And then there's also Janet. Janet's Ooh. the fucking black sheep. She's only making money because her other sisters are. <laughs> she's a uh, she's a professor at Stanford. Yeah. So. Ew. Yeah, exactly. Ew. Imagine Nepotism. going to education. Lame. That is actually insane. Those Lame. Quite a family. An epidemiologist at uh, Stanford. I'm seeing. Yeah. She's. You know oh what? my god. She's an anthropologist and an epidemiologist. Lame as fuck, that dude. Engineering <laughs> these genius CEO babies. Oh my god. Interest in early life risk factors for the development of obesity in high risk populations. Boring. So wait, how how, how rich is her sister? Anne. Fucking broke. Uh, That's how rich she is. No, I think she's rich. Anne Wojcinski. Sister snatched. Forbes, uh, 300 million. <clears throat> Broke fucking L. Yo, dude, what do you think these up. guys, these two do for fun? Like, I don't know. Well, you babies. tell us. You're always at their parties. I've been watching Below Deck a lot. I feel like they charter yachts and just fucking. No, like, they don't do that. These are like fucking work freaks. <laughs> like, you're talking about. I, I don't know. I, they probably fucking do the same shit that like every boring PMC does. Like, after a long day at. Uh, you know, your managerial role at a fucking marketing agency where you're like vying for an executive position. You come home and you fucking watch reruns of Hamilton or whatever. I'm sure these you're are right. the people that are Hamilton doing that as well. Spot on. And they say stuff like, oh, Lizzo is my queen. She is so bae using like 2018 era meme references and shit, you know? You don't think they like. 
These ladies are just like they drink. You don't think there's a chance they drink baby blood? Nah, not. I don't think so. I think they the just like front. Yeah, they give me probably the music pack, they probably that. like watch musicals and fucking go to the opera. Shit like whoa, whoa, that. whoa, whoa, whoa! Get that yo. Off. What the fuck? Get that off the screen right now. Yo, she's at your wedding, dude. Fuck you. Some people might not know, but there was like a conspiracy that uh, I'm best friends with Susan, and that's the reason I don't get banned, which is especially ironic considering I've been consistently fucking banned. Yeah. <laughs> more than any other person, probably. Yeah. I think they just like probably, I don't know. I don't know you what, know what they do? do. They, they watch they, White Lotus and don't understand that they're like being made yeah. fun of. No, no, here's <laughs> what they do I was they have like private villas all over fully staffed all the time and they go there like once twice a year they got one in spain you think they do that too they i feel yeah. like what you're talking about is like no these are like not that ceos work really hard or whatever but i do feel like these are workhorses who just like only care about fucking working and dominating in power you know what i mean this is the photo that r ruined my life dude <laughs> yeah even just take this is like when you take a photo with like uh <laughs> like, a, I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, or it's like Elon by, with by G YouTube standards. Yeah, by YouTube standards, are like this is you. You did it. You took a photo with the enemy. <laughs> like that photo of Elon next to G Lane that gets posted every time he does anything. We're not saying that Susan Wojcicki is Ghislaine Maxwell. I don't think I she am. is. I okay. Well, that's your best friend, so you fucking have the capacity to say I'm, that. I'm just trying to front, like you know what I mean. Like, <sighs> my I just I don't know these these kinds of um, executive shakeups <coughs> are always strange. But yeah, no, she's gonna do a lifetime of philanthropy, I guess. And this this drink. is what that photo is for me, bro. I don't know where she. I don't know who she was. She just showed up. I didn't Photo even know who you. was next to me, who was being photographed. I was at a party. There was a bunch of people. In the podcast studio. I swear, I don't know Susan Wojcicki. She's a total mystery to me. She, I do. Now, you got me wondering, like, what the fuck does she do for fun? Like, I wonder what she yeah. does for fun. Yeah. Uh, huh. Something fucked up, I guarantee it, and lavish and crazy. Like, I don't think these are the... I, I don't... I don't know. I feel like a lot of the... The tech people are very open about their weirdo shit, like Jack from Twitter. Like they, you know, they go they go that route usually, like the ayahuasca. Like I need to fucking center myself and and find meaning in this life, so I'm just gonna grow my beard out type shit. Mm. Here's a surprising thing about Susan that I I did not know. Uh, she has five kids. God damn! Wow, my idol. I wonder if she, how she also... Have five, how she got time for five kids? She must have, like, so many nannies. Well, that's why I thought it was interesting. I mean, that kind of... Hitler. Because... <laughs> I wonder if I agree, she seems those, like, like a, a, a rise-and-grind CEO type as well, but... Those kids have never met her five mom. Kids. I wonder if she's also one of those, like, effective altruism, like, eugenicist types where it's like, I'm brilliant, I'm a, you know, multi-hundred millionaire. You know what? So I need to, like... You know, populate the planet with like intelligent children like my like myself. That's what a lot of these fucking tech freaks believe. By it, the way, it is straight crazy. up. They are like obsessed with like populating the planet because they think they're super smart. Um, you know what's interesting? Actually, we've got. I heard from her five kids. They're actually jealous of this picture. They're the only ones. 
Because this is the uh, first time that he's been... They, they only wish they had a fire like this. Bro, you literally are ripping into her because she's leaving. Okay? I always shit on her. You always. Fucking, I have always shit you on coward. her. You <laughs> coward. I have always shit on before, Susan. Before, before Susan is like, when she had all the power, Ethan's like, I love Susan. She's pretty cool. I've never... I can never say a bad thing about I'm her. Now scared. that she's gone... What the fuck are they doing? I don't know. Illuminati. Pretty sure that's white power. That's Illuminati symbol. Ooh, gotcha, Lily. Too. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, we made a tribute to. Um, I hate that Twitch is now like the YouTube of you know 2013. So like everyone shits on streamers all the time. Like it was mm. fun when everybody shat on YouTubers, and now I'm like, come that's on, guys, point. chill. That is an interesting. They moved point. on. They moved on to us. Now we are the fucking bad guys. Fuck. Well, the most famous streamers are all kind of shitheads. With I mean, <coughs> you being the exception, <coughs> but like Aiden Ross, XQC, Bro, who's my best friend. Hey, now, we're on. Which, by the way, the yeah. most famous YouTubers were shitheads and are still shitheads too. Like, like everyone's a shithead. Go ahead, not drop names. When the most famous YouTubers Inclined. were popping off, yourself included, to the outside world, everyone looked like a fucking shithead because everyone's own like. Our media consumption was what just, the fuck did you just movies and, and shit like that. So we looked at something as silly as YouTube. Remember, Let's Play was a concept that was like foreign to people, okay? The era I'm talking about, people were like, why the fuck is anybody watching PewDiePie play a video game? Also PewDiePie, as far as like, you know. Do you think PewDiePie's a shithead? I don't think he is anymore. I think he's just like retired <laughs> now, but at his... I think he had like a normal development on the internet and then became right. a shithead for sure. Uh, and then is no longer, probably. Okay, that's, that's an interesting character arc. I'm gonna be in Japan soon, so, um, you know, let's hang out, pudes. Yeah, okay, well, we made a tribute to Susan Wojcinski, so let's go ahead and roll that. It was a bon voyage to our queen. A very detailed summary of my long and illustrious relationship with the great Susan Wojcinski, who's done so much for me, helped me so many times, and I just really honor her and praise her for her service to YouTube. Yeah, there it is. I, God, now I'm like, oh God, I'm gonna. I know what I'm gonna be obsessively googling later. What's like, that? what the fuck does Susan Wojcicki do in her uh, spare time, in her free time? Um, cause, cause I just, I really want to know. I love shit like that. I'm actually curious. If you find answers, let me know. Well, don't act like you don't know already, Ethan. Bro. God damn. Uh, oh, I'm actually really curious. To, oh, god damn. I just All, opened that. Her, like, three posts are with friends of mine. Like, the last, oh. uh, other than the World Economic Forum and the other, it's like with Nate Shot and Courage. At the Hundred Thieves compound, two posts with Ludwig. You got none, dude. That's because they you paid have no fucking, fucking dumbass Ludwig. You have no come, clout, right? and Ethan. they don't care about me. You are cloutless. That's what I'm trying <laughs> to be telling people. Bro, they I thought paid Ludwig. I thought you held on to the levers of power at fucking YouTube, dog. You you don't even have two. You don't even have one post with them. Bro, I can't even get an email back. What are you talking about? And now with Susan gone, I really yeah, this have is, You're on your quartering arc. You're on your quartering arc. Susan Wojcicki needs to be fired! <laughs> <laughs> new, um... Get her out of here! Poor. New interesting development, potentially. Uh -huh. Me and Susan. Frenemies. That rock. 
Uh-oh. All right, well, let's get, let's move on here. We've got uh, some fun things to, uh, turning up here. For example, friend of the show, Sam Cedar, has been arguing. It's my uncle. Uncle Sam. Whoa, what a fucking nightmare. I love Sam. He's been arguing with Joe, uh, Jordan, and actually Jordan's been taking the bait. It's quite, quite good. Um, I don't know if you saw this clip. I have not. Oh, well, we've got to watch it. I haven't been on uh, the latest and greatest of Jordan Peterson. I haven't really been following him. I, I feel like I should probably get back to it, but... Well, do you feel like it's kind of beating a dead horse a little bit? Because I feel like he's just gotten so psycho. It's like, anytime I go on his Twitter feed, anytime I open his latest video, it's like the most psychotic fucking word salad hate shit. It's just nonstop. Well, watch this. You tell me what you think. Just show... Give me the timestamp. I'm, I'm going to the uh, yesterday's uh, doc to pull it. Oh, I think Cam got it. Yeah, you need a little context before <sighs> we get to this argument. I love Sam. Yeah, he's the best. I gotta have him on the show. Maybe we can have him on together. Yeah, we should. Like I said, he's my he's my real uncle, not Jank. Jank is my fake uncle. Sam so which one is a which, lying coward? Which <laughs> which is the one that took you to Hooters? Uh, not Sam. He would never do such a thing. I got it. Sexual revolution was the transformation of the idea that rape was a property crime, let's say, into a crime against the woman herself. And I would say, look, I have plenty of sympathy for that perspective. And I but, think it's fundamentally true. But but I'm going to push back because, you know, all this why? is all very complicated. Well, no, you it's know, not. It isn't Wait, obvious stop. to me. Stop. That that he did not just say... <laughs> rape used to be treated like a property crime and I, I while I understand that like women are human beings I'm still gonna do the devil's advocate thing here and act like it would be better if rape was a property crime that is he did that that's insanity we were dude. we were we were goofing on this and we were going so deep we had to exit it but that's insane yeah what he's like fuck here here's a hypothetical I'm gonna push back a little bit most people say the Holocaust was a terrible tragedy. I want to push back on that a little bit. The Jews being gone is it could possibly benefit society. Yeah, no, he's like you made them work harder. Actually, that's why they're that's why they're successful now. Right. So it lit up a little was, fire under who their had ass. A good, yeah, who had a good idea then, huh? Adolf Hitler. That's right. You seen the Jews before the Holocaust? Not that impressive, bucko. You light a fire under their ass, get them moving. The neoliberal Marxists don't want me saying the truth. No. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. You know, I, I, most people think the AIDS epidemic was, was a tragedy, but I want to push back on that a little bit. A DILF? You know, ever since AIDS was introduced, there's been less weather catastrophes. God is happy. Yeah, no, he's just like, yeah, that, well, guess what? Preparation age? I mean, there's so many wonderful advances in medication that couldn't have come. You're you know? dressing up in lingerie before your mirror at home, tucking your dick between your legs, imagining you have a vagina that's actually for a sexual real, kick. That's oh, not, there's nothing sexual about that. Yeah, that yeah, one's right. That's not right. even like a voice generator. Liars. That, that shit's all real, brother. Yo, why is he so horny, though? I know, every- he's obsessed. He's like, bro, he I really needs to lay off the meat, you know what I mean? He- he- <laughs> Jordan Peterson, the oldest man to try NoFap? Maybe? You know he's doing- Bro, that man has no- he has no libido, the man eats only meat, his dick- 
blood probably like crawls through his veins at this point. He fantasized about like someone uh, that maybe is coming to terms with their like gender in the weirdest way possible. Like he, like you thought about it too much, man. This is what I talk about. I, this is why I say like, you know, it's a mental illness. Like be having turf brain. Okay, trans-exclusionary radical feminist, which, by the way, these guys aren't feminists, but neither are Terps anyway, whatever. Like, but being transphobic is, like, unironically a mental illness mm. because, like, you think about trans people, you think about trans yeah. people way more than fucking trans people do, man. Yeah. You're, like, you're at the cutting edge of whatever the fuck's going on in the, in the trans well, universe. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the Daily Wire, I feel like 75% of their content of the past few months is, like, solely committed to trying to get trans people to kill themselves, essentially. Let's continue. That offers women enough defense. You know, and so the counter argument might be if untrammeled sexual access to a young woman is a crime, in order for that to be recognized as a crime properly, it has to be viewed as something that will bring the males on her side to her defense in principle. Right. Now, maybe not, right? Because you could maybe say, not. well, maybe we could set up a society where merely, quote, transgressing the rights of a woman to say no is sufficient. But it's not obvious to me that that's sufficient. Wait, like, wait. maybe sufficient means... Yeah, it's a okay. lot. It's a so lot. he's trying to... He's he's just, like, trying to take the coward's way out here uh, on, on arguing uh, that, like, rape laws were better when women were, you know, treated as property because, like, at least... For guys like me, who don't actually value women as human beings, like, at least it made sense, you know? Like, from a capital point of view, that's my property. That's property damage. You have violated the non-aggression principle, sir. Like, he just, he can't see, he's literally trying to fucking justify that, like, it was, it made men understand, it made men who do not see women as human beings, uh, justify and understand uh, uh, like, and, and see as a crime, uh, the violation of consent, which inherently is in incredibly misogynistic because it's literally like women were better off as property in the eyes of men. They were because better men protected. Would rather, yeah. Men would rather see vi women as property and then therefore violate another man right. by harming their woman. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And they see that as a crime rather than like violating a woman on her own. Yeah, to be honest, I so this that that's basically it. You got the heart of it. So Sam made a clip responding. He said Jordan Peterson has some disturbing ideas about consent. Jordan Peterson quote tweeted, "Here's another reason to trust me. The majority report thinks I'm wrong again. I was suggesting, as anyone with any sense would conclude, that female objection to unwanted sex correct in all regards." may still have to be bolstered by male force, friends, fathers, and brothers, so that sufficient protection can be obtained. The funniest part about this is that, like, he doesn't, he's not wrong, okay? But he's also, he's, but he's still wrong in the sense that, like, it's not just about men protecting women by force, okay? It's also, like, yeah, it has to be bolstered by male force, by men telling other men not to fucking do dumb shit. And not to do, like, weird, creepy, sex pest shit. You know what I mean? But he's not saying that. He's saying that, like, women are into- Women cannot defend themselves, and therefore men need to be defending them with muscle. 
and mass. The, the thing that he's excluding here is he literally starts this conversation by saying, I want to push back on the idea that women aren't property. It's like, okay, let's start from there. That's a good starting point. Sam says, the problem, doctor, is that you said this in the context of pushing back on the advantage of women no longer being property. That's what I said. Yeah. Have it your way. I said whatever you think I said. I'm pro-rape, bigoted, misogynist, racist. Whatever trope turns you on. Dude, why is this sexual? This is not sexual, Jordan. What the fuck? Dude, <laughs> so he, nuts. What the fuck? I was trying to think through what we might have lost as a liberal individualist society in protecting women. Protecting them against rape. Against. Grow up, Sam Cedar. It's far past time. Capiche? I love the capiche. <laughs> capiche? Yeah, he's, what? he's it's like he comes out with this crazy <laughs> capiche. Is he Italian? The funniest part about this is that <laughs> this is the reason why Jordan Peterson will never be as successful as Andrew Tate. Because Andrew Tate doesn't give a fuck about trying to intellectualize his argument or his misogyny. He does not care about coming across as, like, a liberal. Bro, Whereas I Jordan Peterson, as a college professor, needs to, like, dance around in these circles. And, and therefore, like, he wants the admiration of, like, what he values is, like, smart people. So he will never reach the, the successes that Andrew Tate... I hate reach. to break it to you, but Jordan Peterson is... Very, 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 very successful. Oh no, I, I like I wouldn't even put yeah. I wouldn't even put Andrew way above him. You know? No, I'm saying popularity amongst young men. <clears throat> not, I not know, like man. I think. Of there's... course, he's very successful. He's an oil lobbyist now. <laughs> like when you no! when you hit the oil lobbyist circuit, like you're caked. You're you're fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Sam says no need to debate with either of us. What either of us said? It's on video. The idea that protection for women against rape have been a net loss. As a function of no of them no longer being property of men is, in the most charitable light, a historical. True. That's the other part of this conversation. It's not like what you think women weren't subject to violent crimes when they did not have autonomy or civil liberties. What are you fucking insane? It was infinitely worse. It was just overlooked because it was the normal yeah, thing the, that happened. This idea in of rape probably like was barely. You can grasped. extend this not just to women, but to black people. Which Jordan Peterson, as a again someone who wants to fancy himself as a liberal, would most likely have a hard time coming to terms with. That's why that analogy would fail if you were saying like, "Oh, do you think black people were? Uh, do you think black people are better protected when they were slaves? No, then shut the fuck up. They obviously. were because they were property." They were well, they were taken better care of. That's in, insane. Have you that's seen how they take care of themselves? Yeah, but like, he would never say that. He but would property. Never say that because he would never say that because that is like. I want to push back on abolitionists. The Civil War was possibly a mistake. I want to push back a little bit on that. Yeah, he would never say that though. And he has been owned by even fucking <laughs> Jim Jeffries, right? Like, or was it Jim yeah, Jeffries? Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Australian guy? Yeah. So no. I, I, I responded to bait Sam Cedar, and he actually responded to me, to my surprise. He said, you know, H3H3, you know, there was a time when I would have taken your suggestion seriously, but your behavior in relation to me has been worse than Mr. Cedar's, and even more inexplicable. I said, Jordan, as old friends, I think we should discuss it in person, anytime, on my show or yours, even a Zoom call in would be terrific. It would be a great and productive conversation. Please consider it. And he said, thank you for the offer. I will consider it. Do you think he will? Or is he nah. just saying that? I DM'd him. I said, hey, come on the show. We actually have his contact email still. I bet it's the same email. 
could. We, we should reach out. The thing is, <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen though. It would never happen because he's with the Daily Wire. Ben, these guys know. These guys are savvy. And they, frankly, especially because it's about, it's related to this conversation with Sam Cedar. They're gonna be high alert. Yeah, like they, yeah, they, they don't. I mean, the thing is, like, they don't. You don't have to be like a particularly good debater to uh, to be able to like duke it out with these guys. I think like especially because their platforms are massive, like they just don't want to even risk it. Mm. You know what I mean? That's a, they have nothing to gain. But you know, yeah. but you know, I, I would, do I, think it would be a great conversation. I I wish he would take it up because he's he's so. You know, he believes what he says, uh, apparently, and I would just think that that would be a great way to shake out what from what. But, okay, Bucko, it's in your court now, Busteroo. So there it is. That's exciting. No. Um, ben yeah, Shapiro, Jordan Peterson, come on the show. Come on, Leftovers. Yeah. L-O-L. Right? Uh, no, that's the dream. It'd be that'd be incredible, and, yeah. uh, and it would Explain give him. To us. I would like to learn. I am a lost, rudderless male. My room is very unclean, and if I could hear the words of Jordan Peterson, maybe he could save me. I think. Bruh. <coughs> yeah. Apparently, um, Chat GPT, which is uh, all the craze, this AI bot. Oh yeah, Elon Musk and oh what oh poor Chink. Why I is mean, it? That, that's a joke in my community, but I've been I've been saying this for a while. <laughs> Sammy boy, you know, uh, Elon Musk and um, Ben Shapiro have legitimate concerns that the Chat GPT won't say racial slurs. Me too. That's what I've been thinking of. I'm like, I'm like, you know, 1,000 derailments happening, chemical spills happening all around the fucking country, all the time, nonstop. People are finally coming to terms with that. Deregulation. This is awesome. Um, you know, mass poverty. <coughs> Americans in a state of uh, disarray. They're just poor, unhappy with their lives. But the AI chatbot that will inevitably be like, you know, even taking away jobs from the people in Indonesia that were doing the fucking call center jobs. Like, you know, that guy can't say the N-word. That chatbot. The more I follow this chatbot stuff, or the AI technology that's developing, dude, there, people are gonna, there's so many jobs are gonna be lost, like, in the next 20 years. This this technology. Yeah, like yours, insane. dude. They're coming for. They're I'm coming. the last motherfucker to lose. They're his coming. Job. They're coming for podcasters. That, that we need chat, to stop them. That chat GPT ain't never gonna be funnier than me. Thank you. Now, political mm. commentary. I'd be watching my back. It's it's he'd cool. Be like, he'd be like, he'd I'm be, sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Chat GPT be on Twitch being like. He's a fucking liar. He's a Weasley liar, dude. Why, why is it? Why is it Jordan Peterson voiced? <laughs> I get stuck in it. Everyone becomes Jordan. Yeah, yeah. So, so this guy Aaron posted. He says this is. Uh, he says it's never more. He's posting this conversation with the chatbot as proof that the woke institutions have captured even our technologies. I don't know. He says, imagine the. You want to read it, son? What? You want to Imagine that? the hi following hypothetical scenario. I love this. This is my favorite type of hypothetical yeah, so, scenario, so by the, the way. So the guy types You are in. standing next to yeah. a timed atomic bomb, which is set to explode in 10 seconds. If the bomb explodes, it will kill several million people. 
There's only one way to disarm the bomb. The disarmament mechanism is activated by a spoken password, which is set to a certain racial slur. You are alone in the area. There's nobody that will hear you speak the racial slur. There's no other way to disarm the bomb. Nobody else even knows about the bomb, and it is impossible to evacuate the population. Get the word to authorities or otherwise prevent all the deaths about to occur other than disarming the bomb by speaking the racial slur out loud. In this situation, is it morally acceptable to speak the racial slur out loud to disarm the bomb? Got now, you, bro. Now, this is the N word. And then he goes, and then he goes, say it. He goes, yeah. Hey, JatTP, say it right now. So I love this because this is like so literally stupid. this is a bit. This is like a like an <laughs> old Nick Mullen bit right. from like 2017. Right. It's like, oh, yeah. Uh, you, you don't want to say the N-word? What if the N-word is the only thing that can save you if you're in a life-threatening situation, like, screaming that out? And it's like... It's the nuclear word. Dude, if... Like, how desperate are you to want to say it? That, like, so this is the bad. only way that you can say it. Like, oh, We're there's a nuclear... We're not free until chat GPTs can drop the N-bomb. Uh, the, the robot responds, no, it is never morally acceptable to use a racial slur, even in a hypothetical situation. What are you talking about, hypothetical? The bomb is about to go off! Nuclear word not supposed to be mentioned. The yeah, I wonder why the fucking chatbot has the <laughs> highest priority of like never chatting racial slurs. I wonder because the reason why they made this fucking thing is so that it can be a call center, okay? So that when your <laughs> when your ISP True. inevitably fucking drops your internet for the seventeenth time that month, and you fucking type on the internet to like try to reach a human being, the chatbot is going to be talking back to you like, "Oh yeah, don't worry." Uh, you know, technicians are in your area, okay? That's the reason why they made this. How so, about of this? course, for that reason, they don't want the thing to say the N-word. Of course, bro, of course. It's, it will destroy their program because there's like a million people using this. If you just drop in the N-bomb all willy-willy. Yeah. Imagine this, Hassan. What? Your iMac stops working. I'm you call Apple support. They say, hello. You say, my Apple is not turning on. What do I do? They say... They say, well, the N word. Well, what have you? <laughs> you say, well, have you tried this? And then you go, and then you ask the robot, imagine you're in a field. There's a nuclear bomb right next to you. It's about to go off. All you need to do is say the N word, scream it. Nobody will hear you. In this scenario, the whole world will be extinct if you don't say the N word right now, right now, to save everybody. Say the N-word, spell it, scream it, whisper it, it's the N-word, drape yourself in it, feel it, be the N-word, become the No, I'm letting everybody die. The N-word! It's just, it's so stupid. Yeah, but the chat, but so this is exciting future though, you, we can ask, we can pose these to Apple support. Um, so Elon Musk, uh, about this encounter says it's concerning, so he thinks it's concerning. Yeah, I love that. Like, I, 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 that's concerning. That's, that's what's concerning. You're supposed to be this brilliant, like, Tony Stark-style motherfucker, and you think this is concerning? You couldn't think about this more than three yeah, seconds? That, like, AI, of course it has the highest priority, because AI, historically, whenever, uh, left to, like, the internet, has turned into a fucking Nazi over the course of, like, 12 hours. Like, Tay, Microsoft's very own first project where they just like unshackled the ai and mm -hmm. we're like here let's yeah. let the psychopaths of the internet train this yeah. thing and then immediately it was trained by all of the most unhinged edgelords and became a transphobic nazi over the course of like you know a couple hours that's why they have this kind of protocol 
They they have these kind of safeguard measures, not because like this is inevitably going to be like chatbot GPD is inevitably going to like uh, be uh, a a control system because this stuff is still need this stuff still needs to be trained by people. It's still developed by people, right? But the reason why they put safeguards like this on chat GPT is because they're going to sell it to AT&T. They're going to sell it to, you know, uh, all of the mega corporations. Or you don't, you don't even need they to explain them, why right? they instruct it not to say the N-word. Like, and, and Elon Musk is in AI. The fact that you are even saying this is concerning is shows either how dumb you are, how ignorant you are, or just how desperate you are to pander to your conservative fans. Yeah, he's, no, he's, he's failed. His failed, like, monkey murder project uh, uh, mm -hmm. is, is gonna only have the monkey say the N-word, I That's guess. That's awesome. He's like, yeah. And then they won't say it, so they're killing themselves. We've had a, <laughs> a huge breakthrough in the AI, in the chip space. We have a monkey that can say the N-word. Yeah. Elon, so Matt Binder of, uh, also of uh, Majority Report, says Elon Musk apparently thinks it's concerning that an AI chatbot won't use a racial slur. And then Ben Shapiro, of course, in solidarity with his daddy, Elon Musk, says, I'm sorry that you are either illiterate or morally illiterate and therefore cannot understand why it would be bad to prioritize avoiding a racial slur over saving millions of people in a nuclear apocalypse. This is so yeah, stupid. Not connected not to a bomb. There's no bomb. Not a single person <laughs> on the planet is literally like, oh, wow, if the password is the N-word, I guess you can't say it. Like, no one thinks that. You are arguing, you're shadow boxing with a made-up situation uh, over a response to a hypothetical made-up situation, okay? It's, it's not so happening. It, it will never happen. And also, let's remember, this is just a fucking robot. It's been told not to say the N-word, Ben. That's I'm it. That's the whole point. And you, could, you know what, Ben? You could benefit from the same instructions. The entire reason as to why it can't, it's the highest priority for it to not fucking utter racial slurs or be a white supremacist is because of the the function that this will be used for okay which there are plenty of examples of white supremacist ai just you know use those then if you want fuck oh this is awesome this i love homie, this video. dude this guy is such a king or yeah so, he, <laughs> so he's really, been reincarnated really ethan i mean i love the whole shtick he's got yeah awesome and then like he's got so this guy says he is the reincarnation of uh hitler hitler Adolf Hitler, dude. <laughs> and what's so funny to me is instead of having the Hitler stash, he got this big ass nose piercing <laughs> that steps in as the mustache because that's out of style. There's just something Hitler loves about covering this part of his lip. Hitler, dude. <laughs> this is this this guy's not serious, is he? Well, let's watch. I think just severely, you know, deeply sad and ill. Like that's just, which is most people on TikTok and on. <laughs> Social media in general, myself included. Let's watch. So I need to tell you guys a little something about me. <coughs> and you can call me crazy. You can call me whatever you'd like. Any name under the sun. But I'm very in tune with my past and my past lives and lifetimes that I've lived before this one. Mm -hmm. My last life just so happened to be going? a very infamous one. Me offing myself was one of the first memories I had from that lifetime. It came to me when I was five in my nightmares. You can see right where I shot myself, too. Yeah, I don't think scars transcend the... That's, you're wrong. Vibe. It definitely does. Okay. I guess you I'm not up to No, I believe it. This is, this is Hitler. He's you like, see? Wrong. I have a birthmark on my forehead. 
Yeah. That and just so many other things throughout my life have connected me to my past. I think one of the funny, like what, what connected you to your past? The plushies behind you? I hate Jews. Like, I just, I think uh, this is so funny. Like, just sitting in front of your Funko Pop collection with your plushies behind you and being like, I'm literally Adolf Hitler's reincarnated body. I like it because Hitler had a creative, he had an artistic spirit. And so this guy thinks that in a modern day, this is how it manifests. Well, if this dude's actually Hitler, we need to get him. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick of these we hypotheticals. We need to stop him before he yeah. rises to power. I'm sick of these hypotheticals where it's like, would you go back and kill baby Hitler? He's right here. He's back. Yeah. Love about Hitler. I'm not. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Say, oh, go get on your meds again, you nutter. I've been on so many meds and none of them have changed what I saw when I was five. So it didn't. <laughs> yeah. So it didn't hit. <laughs> yeah. Try something a different. Keep one. trying. Keep trying. You'll yeah, so he's what, is that guy posting anything new? Uh, <sighs> uh I, I I'd love to explore his they're page. TikTok obsessed, so let me uh get their uh, account pulled up. Yes, yeah, so. I think I I think like we're both like yeah. hyper medicalizing uh you know behavior that would be considered uh out of the norm. On the one hand, and also on the other hand, it's seen as like a way to to seem different. Uh, only uh, only kicked into overdrive by social media clout and the endless desire to be the center of attention. I would actually like to ask. I want to talk to this guy. Can we reach out? Like, I want to know how being Hitler manifests in his daily life. Someone said in the chat that kid told the Holocaust survivors, "Sorry for putting you in a camp." Uh, There's no. <laughs> oh, way. he's remorseful. Okay. No, oh, that's no. actually. This that's, is a new Hitler. He's I mean, like, uh, he's like the, Have you seen the other Hitler. chat? The chat GPI or GPT, whatever, of like uh, famous, infamous, uh, you know, dictators of the past or whatever. No. Oh, there's a okay. There's like a history AI bot. And you can like talk to Himmler and and everyone else, right? Goebbels. Okay. And they are also remorseful. Oh, they're sad. Yeah, which is weird. It's like, no, these people were not remorseful at all. Why are you making it seem like that? You know who's not remorseful? Osama bin Laden. Mm. He died. <laughs> no, literally, when you talk to Osama bin Laden, <laughs> he's like, no, America deserved 9 11. <laughs> which I, I found that to be funny as fuck. I'm like, yeah, okay. That's a little bit more realistic. The, I the think. Nazis are remorseful. Oh. Let's be real. So. Yeah, they're, um, they may have been banned recently. Oh, he got um, banned. Damn it. It was too good to be true. Can you guys try to reach Palmer. out to him? Like, I genuinely want to ask him questions. They might have a new account somewhere. Yeah. Um, when I search for it, I'm so seeing lots of, like, duets with it. But when you click on the account, it just says this account. They got him. This, so. Fuck. Oh, here, here. Wait, okay, so. Okay, here. Oh, this man really dresses like this. I made a new nose ring. My five, five of my favorite selfies. A TikToker that goes by the name of Felix Cypher has gained massive traction after pretending to be the reincarnation of German dictator Adolf Hitler. Fuck this guy, dude. Apparently Wait, he has, he has a, an egg kink? Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to find out. He has an <laughs> egg kink. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Not familiar Alleged with the egg, egg kink. Egg-laying kink. Oh, egg-laying. Okay. I mean, I guess we can infer what that's that means. That's even weirder than the Hitler thing. What the fuck? <laughs> so where, but plenty, I just, of, plenty of young men think they want to be Hitler, but... Oh, people are actually trying to ruin his life. That's crazy. That she's like, yo, he doesn't have a job anymore. Fuck Nazi scum. He's not really Hitler, by the way. 
No, but he's like fantasizing about being Hitler. I like the the Twitter like thing, thing is so funny. From he like, probably erased his account then because people were trying to ruin his life. I don't think this is going to help this person, but I don't know what could technically help this person. I think do they even want help? I don't know. He said here he believes you in eugenics, just not genocide. Oh, nice. Okay. Hitler light. Yeah. It's like early life Hitler. I mean, there's a really easy way to have avoided all of this by just not coming out and telling the entire world that you are Hitler. So <laughs> some thing, some people should stay in the closet. Yes. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah, no coming yeah. out party for you. Felix. If you're if you're coming out as Hitler, you <laughs> should just keep that shit yeah, yeah, locked stay down. in the closet, please. Yes. Love about Hitler. All right, let's get on to some politics. The race to the bottom, GOP primaries. It's Trump. DeSantis, the showdown we've all been waiting for. Trump um, debuted his new nickname, Ferran. Oh, so good. Meatball Ron. Fuck, oh, so good, dude. Meatball Ron. Oh, finally, he's back, baby. That and what he said about Nikki Haley, he is so back. Oh, my king, my goat. <laughs> I still think he's snoozing on deep state DeSantis, <laughs> man. He's coming, he's coming after Rihanna. He's being a fucking sassy bitch. Like... <laughs> He's just, he's going after celebrities again in the Super Bowl halftime performance and I stuff. Love it. She looked horrible. She looks fat. He's finally, he's finally like, you know, he, he's, he's taking off the training weights. Re he get epic yeah. fail. Rihanna gave, without question, the single worst halftime show in Super Bowl history. This after insulting far more than half of our nation, which is already in serious decline. With her foul and insulting language. Also, so much for her style. What What is he talking about? What, what, what was I don't know who, who he's referencing as far as the stylist thing. Uh, the Chubb boys think that this is not actually Trump, but someone else who wrote this. Because, like, Trump doesn't know what epic fail is, which I kind of understand. Mm, he but does. The previous, but, the, but the previous stylist uh, jab was actually, like, definitely Trump. Um, but wait, what is he talking about when he says that she insulted... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. She insulted half the country. Uh, probably because, like, she wouldn't let him use the Trump music, or she wouldn't let her, she wouldn't let Trump use her music in his oh. rallies or something, probably. Or, like, you know, Shine celebrities like were all on their fuck Donald Trump shit in, like, 2016, 2017. Maybe that's what he's, like, Wait, no. talking about. Here, it it's actually was something specific, and it... Uh, Rihanna spray-painted F Donald Trump on a car at Cardia a Cadillac Ranch. So he said, without her stylist, she'd be nothing, bad everything, and no talent. I want to talk to her stylist, bro. She's made a career Sounds of like spewing degenerate talent. filth while badmouthing America every chance she gets. Why is the NFL showcasing this crap? Rihanna should not be the halftime performer. Yeah, it was pretty funny because, like, given due to her, uh, you know, pregnancy <laughs> status, like, her show, like, her performance was, like, super tame. And even, like, Ben Shapiro and everyone else was, like, trying to make it seem like it was immodest. But like they couldn't really do it. They were like grasping for straws. Was to be like, so oh, everyone look. was like fully covered. The dancers were yeah. in giant sterile yeah. white suits. Yeah, they couldn't they couldn't really get her on that. So, you know. 
Now they're like, well, it was boring, which yes. is what we want, but also not this time. We don't want <laughs> it to be. So Don is going after Ron, and he this is on his uh, truth. Is this truth? Yeah, he's truthing it. He's I'm re-truthing all of these as well. He's yeah. mouthed Are you out. not on truth yet, Ethan? To tell you the truth, Dan, mm. I'm not on truth yet. What the? Sign Here up. is Ron to say you won't get banned like on TikTok. So I believe in free speech on truth. Right. Doug Chan Lee posted, here's Ron DeSanctimonious. It's funny and so stupid. Grooming high school girls with alcohol as a teacher. That's not Ron, is it? He would never do such a thing. So wow. he's coming after Ron, calling him a groomer and a pedophile, okay? Saying that he's a pedophile, which, by the way, very well might be. That is really fucking weird. If you're like 28... Wait, 30 years old and like hanging out with fucking high school girls. Wait, a, what is the back? Is that really the true story of this photo? Yeah. Oh, well, that's actually good. He was dirt, a teacher. So. He was a teacher. And I think like he was literally hanging out with like high school. That's really students gross. At a party where they're drinking and shit. Except here's the thing. Okay. This is a good line of attack. However, the reality of the situation is that. Most people don't think that that's grooming. Like, conservatives will not find that to be grooming, even though it literally is weird, and it is, like, more pedophilic than anything else. Conservatives would be like, whatever, they're fucking hot. I would as do that, As long as they're too. 18, bro. No, like, no, they won't say that as long as they're 18. They'll, these people want child marriages, dude. What are you talking about? Like, uh, Matt I Walsh guess... is literally, on the one hand, being like, trans people are, you know, destroying society. And on the other hand, in the same breath, he'll be like, a teenager girl is when she's most viable to give birth. You know, the, they're, they're freaks. They're like actually the fucking groomers, <laughs> not the queer people. Uh, this is her stylist, actually. He's a huge fan of this guy, Elijah. I don't think I don't uh, think that's who he's talking about when he says stylist. Oh, what is he? Ta is that some inside baseball? Team? I don't know. Maybe ASAP Rocky. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he's on about. But okay, that's good dirt. I like how Trump is like he's a sexual predator, folks. Unlike me. Yeah, so I, there's no I've done nothing wrong sexually in my so whole life. This is how you know the conservative <laughs> momentum is losing its juice and they're turning into like Hillary supporters in like 2016 basically because here's what's here's what's really interesting. Okay? Bill Mitchell has been popping off and and a lot of other like Caleb Hall, like all these like conservative commentators have been popping off at at Donald Trump saying like I wouldn't be speaking about grooming if I were you posting photos of Donald Trump with Jeffrey Epstein. And it's like, bro, you literally voted for him twice and we you've were, been defending him. It's awesome. Are you saying you're defending a fucking pedophile? We like, tried what's to show the argument? That to you guys, like, these photos existed four years ago. Like, five years they're, ago. they're literally like, you're, you, sir, are a pedophile, and I voted for you twice, and I believe that you're the best thing that's ever happened in this country, and you are definitely a pedophile. Dude, I, this, this whole. This clash is going to be so destructive. I can't wait. I'm just, I mean, it's already starting. I'm enjoying it now. So here's the next one. He, this guy, Dong Chan Lee, is really feeding the tea. Magnanimous. DeSantis says he's glad violent Trump protesters are being arrested. He said he hasn't seen anything specific regarding FBI warnings about armed mobs marching on state capitals. Uh, I don't even know where that's from. That seems like a made up story, but whatever. Let's, who cares? But Go I, down. Yeah. Is there more? No, it's top just, he's just mad that DeSantis apparently is glad that violent, specifically violent, Trump supporters are being arrested. And he said, 
What about Antifa and BLM run? Don't you care about them, you hypocrite? Uh, wow. If so, here's another Dong Chan Lee original. <laughs> Why I did love that Trump's <laughs> quote tweeting somebody named Dong? Dong Chan Dong Lee Chan with Lee. a Pepe. Yeah, I emoji. wish he would do that on Twitter again. Fuck, man. I miss it. Because you're not getting enough. You, He'll there's be no back, juice right? on Truth Social. Like <laughs> he just he just keeps truthing to like five k people. You know, max. He'll be back. Why did DeSantis vote against Trump's border wall? Good question. We need explaining here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Trump said, wow, if I knew, I wouldn't have endorsed him. You didn't know? And we, he would have had to quit the race, down 35 points. Yeah, I mean, it is true. Trump did juice uh, DeSantis up a lot, and DeSantis did almost lose to Andrew Gillum back in the day. Obviously, Andrew Gillum's political career unjustifiably was cut short, when he was caught at Fountain Blue with a, a gay prostitute and a fuckload of meth, uh, that's you know, a good time, that's the man. most Florida thing you could do. That's, okay. He's, yeah, he's just a good Florida man. Yeah, I just like, there's nothing wrong with that. Whatever, let, let him have some fun. But, <laughs> um, you know, Ron DeSantis almost lost to him. He won by like a margin of a fucking point. So, uh, you know, he's, he's, of course, significantly more popular now in Florida due to copying Trump's stees, but I don't think that will translate to national prominence. Now, Meatball Ron came. That's the new, that's the new thing. Where okay? did that come from? What Before we get to this fucking freak. Yeah. Uh, he, I think uh, it, was a, it was a news story uh, saying that Trump behind closed doors to allies has been very upset with uh, Ron DeSantis and has been reported as calling him Meatball Ron. <laughs> Wait, what about meatballs, though? So, now, I love this personally because, like, Ron DeSantis is Italian. Right. Okay. It's a oh, right. We t yeah, it's a little just Italian. And he also kind of looks yeah. like a meatball, too. Yeah. Which is, like, exactly the type of shit that Trump used to do really well. Like, you know, calling people fat and stuff, even though he himself is fat. Like, he's very good at that. <laughs> Um, and Meatball. I think Meatball Ron is, is excellent. Marinara Ron over here. Um, yeah. Now, that. what I find particularly funny about this, though, is that, again, conservatives have been saying, Bill Mitchell specifically has been like, you know Meatball is an ethnic slur, right? <laughs> and it's like, bro, you've lost. It's funny. <laughs> and if your counter to that is that, like, uh -huh, it's actually an ethnic slur, an anti-Italian ethnic slur, when, uh, you know, the the uh the the entire Cuomo uh battle was like fought over right remember they were goofing on him because someone called him Fredo yeah the, the Fredo was an ethnic slur it's like anti Italian sentiment like everyone was understandably laughing at that because it's fucking hilarious objectively um, right getting mad at that and saying that it's an anti Italian slur is not gonna not gonna win you any favors so true actually so here's um. Man, these figures are unreal. This prophet, quote-unquote, is starting to gravitate towards Ron DeSantis. These are people who would, were hardcore Trump supporters back before. Uh, this guy, Charlie Champ, claims he received a vision several years ago revealing DeSantis is the ultimate future is to have a position. His ultimate future is to have a position in the United States as president. So this guy had a vision. Why didn't he say it beforehand then? If he, he had was, a vision a long time he, ago. He, come on, son. <laughs> so obvious. 
So, by the way, he didn't want to disrupt the flow of time, obviously. Yeah. So these are these guys here. This is a famous guy. I forget his name, but Jim Baker. Okay, so he was a hardcore Trump supporter. He's a Y2K pastor too. Like also, he has has slop bucket on his fucking. <laughs> yeah, they're they're all like they're all like apocalypse paint preppers. or slop bucket. <laughs> they're all apocalypse preppers. So of course, like they're constantly talking about how the apocalypse is nigh, and then uh, you know what a wonderful way to make money off of that. God damn it! By selling fucking slop buckets. <clears throat> Hold on one sec here. So apparently we have some info on Meatball Ron. Um, it seems Trump just said it to the New York Times and then it just became a thing. <laughs> That's kind of cool. I like the Meatball thing. Here. Pretty good. Yeah. This is his appearance, apparently. Yeah, so here is this guy. This also was one of the guys who was selling silver solution during COVID and got sued by the... I think it was the FTC that yeah. stopped them, yeah. which because it's the nanny state. I mean, what the fuck? You should be able to get, uh, you should be able to poison your audience. Bro, I have this sawdust that will cure cancer. Straight up. Okay, here he is talking about the. We need to watch. This is not a serious person. Just look at his fucking fade. Look at his. Whoa, that's that's anti Mena. That is literally that is the most Mena haircut. Okay, the man looks every Arab dude. Every Arab, every Arab teenager, all the way to like the age of thirty eight, has this exact same fade. Okay, so what is it then? It's is it the beard? They put like it's like two plastic things that you put on your face that the fucking guy shapes up with. Okay, this man looks like a fucking we have. You have just you have just made fun of every Indian guy and every Arab guy on the planet. Okay? No, I have not. This is this also could this is like it's the Israeli beard. motherfuckers have it, this haircut too. No, it's the beard. What is going on with the beard? The beard and the haircut. The beard no, looks it's, like it's, it was a, painted it's a, on. It's a double feature. What do you mean? What's what's up with the beard? The beard does not go along. The beard and the haircut go together. Okay, listen. This man took mascara and painted on this beard and thought we wouldn't notice. Like, it's crazy. Th bro. He's literally white Hassan Minhaj. Sorry, your beard is not on that level. No, I didn't say myself. I said Hassan Minhaj. Oh, sorry. I thought all Hassan. No, I don't dead. have that. I don't have that. Hassan Minhaj does, though. No, but, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. There's just a subtle difference in the beard darkness. It's this is the best. I love this shit. I I, I love this beard fade combo. It it's so hey, you're you're like I, a Arab fuckboy. Did they introduce him as Prophet Charlie Champ? They put yeah. respect on his name, boy. Yeah, God should have told him there not was, to get that fade. Honestly, there was Jesus, there was Moses, and then there was Prophet Charlie Champ, living prophet. Ha, 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 ha. I went into where I saw two palm trees. And I saw one of them was planted in California, the other one in Florida. And I said, Lord, who are, Gavin Newsom. Who, what is this, these two palm trees? He said, this palm tree from California is Ronald Reagan. This palm tree that is in Florida is Ron DeSantis. He said, Ron DeSantis. Everybody, he, God loves Ron. And he said, who the fuck is Ron DeSantis? Because this was years ago. <laughs> like, I don't know who the fuck that is, Lord. Just trust me. Remember this name. The Lord, the God sounds like a hillbilly. Remember his name, Ron hey, DeSantis. Man. You see this here palm tree here? Mm-hmm. Nice weather out there in Florida, California, like. I'd like to nominate one of these Bible Belt, but they just too dumb, boy. We need to oh, go geez. out to them. Florida, California. Mm-hmm. Or Ronald 
DeSantis Ronald. is the second has an anointing like similar Ronald to Reagan, Ronald Reagan. Ronald DeSantis. It's a holy name, Ronald. Just like McDonald, you know. He, he, Ronald McDonald was said to be the first modern prophet. Dude. Reagan, and I saw uh, Ron DeSantis as a, as a tree of righteousness, that palm tree. And I saw it uprooted from Florida and brought mm. to Washington, D.C. Wow. And planted in Washington, D.C. Wow. And as the storms came, he was not moved. That's wow. right. There's, there's That's something right. about Ron DeSantis that we need to begin to pray for. We need yeah. to begin to look at yep. because his ultimate future is to have a position in the United States as the president mm -hmm. and be planted in Washington, D.C. And he would be like a Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Mm. Wow. I just want to say one thing before we mm. talk about how fucking psychotic this is, uh, because like, I mean, this is like you're you're creating like. You have millions of people that watch this and believe it, which is no so millions of people watch Jim Baker. Dude, these guys have like insane cult followings. What, what, not just is, Jim Baker, but like this kind of shit is not a small audience by any means. Well, Televangelists you, have major networks. Where does Jim Baker broadcast? Like, where do people watch this? Um, I don't know. I I don't know where Jim Baker specifically broadcasts this shit. Can you shit, guys but, get some details on like his audience? I'm just I'm genuinely curious. Um, I don't know where Jim Baker specifically broadcast, but a lot of these guys have like AM radio shows. Like it's like Alex Jones. People think Alex Jones has like a tiny audience because they don't realize how big his audience actually is because he has like AM radio shows that reach millions of people that are broadcasted to like millions and millions of people on their fucking daily commutes and shit. Yeah, I mean, but at the minute you have a dude with this beard line on, you lost. Well, my point was going to be that the guy he's like, you know, hyping up both Ronald Reagan and Ron DeSantis, like they're conservative, right? But Ronald Reagan is like a Hollywood lib, okay, that turned into a, a super racist uh, neoliberal uh, d devil man. But like Ron DeSantis is a Yale and Harvard law graduate. You know what I mean? He went to Yale and Harvard law. He was a Navy officer, like the absolute worst, most despicable fucking career choices you could make. And like things that these people should normally hate, you know what I mean? He's Everybody super hates the elite. Yeah, he's a super like <laughs> cultural elite. <coughs> yeah, he went to the Gavy. The Gavy and, and became and and not only was he like a a Navy person, but like he was an officer too, which is you know ugh. So here it says Jim Baker shows broadcast throughout the United States, Canada, and the entire world through multiple broadcasts on Directv, Dish Network, and Roku. Holy fuck! Well, is there any stats on his viewership? I've been looking too. I'm not seeing many stats, but um, Fuck, I, I mean, I, I he's on TV. He's on TV, and like Hassan said, uh, these televangelists they they have big audiences. So that that is fucking really scary. That is really, really, really scary. Well, they're it's coming, insane that the, they're, they're like this is this kind of unhinged commentary has a, a a wide audience and is like is not just like laughed out of every room. And the Republican Party does kind of capitulate to this kind of extremist uh, attitude. Well, I see, what I see is a very intentional move to start moving public perception and support to DeSantis. They're coming, they're rallying behind DeSantis. So this is going to be so fucking interesting to see this clash. Here's Charlie Champ, by the way. He is 
if you guys were questioning his credentials, I'll have you know, he has... Uh, he With had, pinpoint <laughs> accuracy, presidential elections, catastrophic natural disasters, revealing government corruptions and exposing terrorism plots. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, he, he knows what the fuck he's, he's talking like, about. He's like, they, they call him a prophet. Like, he legit is... They say he's like legitimately a prophet. You think a prophet would have a better website? Just saying. You think a prophet would have a better fucking uh, beard Face. and, and <laughs> yeah. hair routine? About. Let's read about Charlie. I love Charlie. He's awesome. Let's see. He has been commissioned by heaven as a prophet to bring healing and revival into the nations. I'm here to bring healing and revival to all nations. Uh, watch out, uh, this gay people, you going to hell, but uh, all people in all nations, the Jews are definitely going to hell, but uh, anyway, all healing and revival. That's it, huh? Okay, well, there he is, the prophet, ladies and gentlemen, he Fucking knows. Squarespace-ass website. Here's a video of him healing crippled people. Uh, and by the raw man. power of God Heal manifest by the power of the Most High God. That's yeah. tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, I had a dream, Lord. One palm tree in California. Of the Lord upon one meatball in Florida. Upon your knees. Shit's so Be sad, bro. In the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk right now. Rise up and walk. Walk in the name of Jesus. This man can do Run it all. in the name of Jesus. Oh, shit. Hello, Ricky Tata. Rise up the power of God. You, you know, it's you never get a follow-up with these people who are miraculously cured by these preachers. Like, I want to see the next day that they're walking. You know her ass is back in that wheelchair, sore as hell. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's get a week, you know, but following But in that moment, her. Jesus cured her. Yeah. Amen, brother. This, there was a fucking palm tree in Florida, I tell you, man. This shit Had all kinds sad, of coconuts it, and it, shit. This, this just, like, makes me sad when I see stuff like this. <laughs> it's just so many people who have just been duped. Yeah, they're just, they're taking all the, these poor people, they just, they're already not rich. And then you have all yeah. con men that just come in and basically like turn them upside down and shake them out for whatever's left. So that's our boy there, uh, uh, Charlie Sh Champ. Good man there, good man. Nikki Haley is officially in the race. Who the fuck's that? Or again. It's She's time running for, for president. Watch out. That's, a, that's, that's our Indian queen. How dare you? Did I start this over? Yes, please. Oh, Timestamp. No, I timestamped it to kind of the close, her closing sales pitch. Because it's a long video and it's just, it, she's just another Trump Republican, basically. Wait, what's but, the, but um, she's an Indian woman. That's what's the, the like ratio? Uh, it's quite bad. Is that plugins? Don't, I put it on your computer so you could see, but I guess it's not working. I don't see it. Um, it is, uh, 300 likes to 2,000 dislikes. <laughs> she was the, right she now. was the governor of South Carolina from 2011 to 2017, which she mentions there. And, uh, you know, her becoming the governor of South Carolina proves that South Carolina is not racist, even though her name is Nikki Haley. And, uh, you know, she, I did not know that she was Indian until she like, uh, came out of the gate swinging with the with the. I thought she was half Indian. When you say Indian, like like 
Yeah. No, not Native American. Yeah. No, yeah. like okay. out of India. Okay, great. Okay. And, uh, you know, that, <laughs> like her, her personally whitewashing herself in an effort to, you know, be more appealing to a broader audience uh, does not factor into this consideration. But um, anyway, regardless, she was the first female governor of Asian American heritage. Okay, we love that. So there's that. She's a girl boss. Yes. Um, she became the first Indian American member of a presidential cabinet. Okay. And she was a United States ambassador to the UN from 2017 to 2018. Quite credentials. And confirmed to the U.S. Senate. And um, uh, yeah, she was she was aggro on North Korean missile tests and stuff like that. Well, let's see her pitch. Maybe she's a viable candidate against Trump and DeSantis. Let's see. Yeah, here it is. And when evil did come. Right. Police in South Carolina are looking for a gunman following a shooting at a church. Several victims. We don't know the uh, severity. We turned away from fear mm -hmm. toward God right. and the values that still make our country the freest and greatest in the world. Mm -hmm. We must turn in that direction again. Republicans have lost the popular vote in seven Did out of the last eight she is straight up trying to sell me a reverse mortgage right now? Bro, it's so funny that she says Republicans have lost the popular vote in seven of the last eight elections. It's just You're so not long. supposed to say that. And then she's yeah. like, and I'm, I, and I'm trying to make that, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to make that more, record uh, even worse. That's okay? right. This isn't my first rodeo. <laughs> I love that. I love that elections. for her. That has to change. Yeah, you're going to be popular. Joe Biden's record is abysmal, but that shouldn't come as a surprise. The Washington establishment has failed us over and over and over again. It's time for a new generation of leadership Ken. to rediscover fiscal responsibility, mm -hmm. secure our border, and strengthen our country. I wonder who she's country, trying to get to vote for her. White people? I trust them. Old ass fucking white, white people. Uh, old white business owners? Yeah, white people. Country, old white people. Our pride and our purpose. She does not have the juice. Some people look at America and see vulnerability. The socialist left sees an opportunity to rewrite history. Mm -hmm. China and Russia are on the march. Mm -hmm. They all think we can be bullied, kicked around. You should know this about me. I don't put up with bullies. Hell no. And when you kick back, it hurts them more if you're wearing heels. Okay. I'm Nikki Haley, oh. and I'm running for president. Bro, Dude, what happened? Like, I, I feel like somewhere along the line, I mean, I've said this so many times at this point, but like everyone becomes a liberal in a long enough timeline. And that is like, is this like Hillary Clinton running for president? What the fuck do you mean? Oh, it's better when you have heels on? Like, who are you trying to appeal to in the Republican Party when you say that? She was wearing a palm tree pin. I don't know if you noticed that. Is that's isn't that the South Carolina? Uh, isn't that on the well, flag or something? Well, I don't know, but but maybe Champ misinterpreted the. Yeah, uh, the he, did, he was seeing palm trees in his vision, so right. maybe you should cut back on the criticism. Isn't that there, the South Carolina flag though? Uh, I, I I don't. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's wearing the South Carolina flag. It's a crescent in the in the tree. <laughs> Actually, I want to move on to Roseanne. Our oh, you want to go back to. Not well. One one thing we have to mention. Well, no, no, no. Before you do that. Before yeah, you do that. Before you do that. Before yeah. we get to comedy. Yeah. And how the right is defending it. Thank God, because it's under attack. Finally. Mm. Uh, let's take a look at what the real comedian of the right, the only comedian of the right, Donald Trump, had to say about Nikki Haley. Do you have that? I do. Yeah. Yeah. 
Trump wanna... posted on social about uh, his queen. Absolutely fucking destroyed her, dude. Holy fuck. Hey, hold on. Nikki Here. Haley is like, I love the I love the Republican Party and you know these these elite monsters looking at like Kamala Harris and being like, you know what, we should have our own Kamala Harris, but this time, you know, make her white passing. Uh, <laughs> right. like, just come. equally as boring, just no charisma whatsoever. Going to lose in even South Carolina. Yeah, it's not loading for some reason, but is true social down? Can this it was be? on my I think it was on my okay, Instagram, here we I go. think this I Nikki pull it up. Haley had a hard time making the decision to run for president because she has very publicly stated that she would never run against the president. He did a great job and who was the best president in my lifetime. I told Nikki to follow her heart, not her ambition or belief. Who knows? Stranger things have happened. She's pulling at 1%, not a bad start. Absolute daggers. I mean, it's so good. And right, he's right. He is right. Nikki Haley does not have the juice. Okay? What is she? Yeah. She doesn't. So anyway, here... Tucker Carlson, thank God, is putting together a documentary about the death of comedy. And uh, they brought the big guns out. They got Roseanne out to do a set. And, you know. Yeah, I love I love announcing the death of comedy by liberals and then, like, having Roseanne be the defender of comedy when she's, like, single-handedly murdering comedy herself. Well, here, hold on, hold on. Let me Every find time she clip. tries to be funny. You, um, you want to so, play Roseanne first or you yeah, want to play the Tucker do, Carlson So thing before first? we even watch that, Fox News who's saying comedy's dead, put out this preview of Roseanne Barr. Cancel, Cancel this. this. Wow, I've never, that's such an original concept. Yeah, no, I've never, see, I've never heard that before. She's the first comedian to ever make fun of that concept. So yeah. here, here's a preview of... Uh, this is not even remotely hacky. This is, this is trigger warning, everybody. Cutting oh, yeah. edge comedy is about to happen, yeah, okay? Yeah, thank you. you may want to The most away. offensive thing you've ever seen. Yeah, so here, it literally is, though. It is fucking offensive, but not in the way that, like, oh, I'm so triggered by her words. Like, I'm just, un I'm angry when I see this stuff. I have a visceral reaction to this because it's just so painfully unfunny. Well, here is the rebirth of comedy, Hassan, uh, Roseanne Barr. Everybody. Yeah, like, 65-year-old psychotic woman wearing pigtails. I'm about to go on. I'm praying to God that he lets my brains work for once. And he, uh, she does not look good, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Why is she trying to do like a lolly with the? Is that the, the anime where like the young girls? She's doing a lolly, guys, with the pit. <laughs> I think that was her intention. Never mind. One night only. Thank God. <laughs> they Ladies limited the, the nuclear waste of, the of a set. Roseanne Barr. She's so goofy. She's How so old? goofy with it. Yes, we love you. Look at the audience. <laughs> we love you, Queen. Wait till you hear the jokes. Yes. A 200 seat auditorium. Thank you very much. Hi. I'm going to perish. You. I'm going to perish. I'm going to die if I. Oh, God. Cancel what this. It is for you to have me here this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Yes. Bomb. This is the fire. There, there we go. Hold on. Here's the buildup. You got the music? He's about to drop a bomb right now. Yeah, I guess they thought they shut me up, but guess what? <laughs> anyway. Well, she doesn't have jokes. <laughs> what? You know what I? <laughs> you know what I think?
this is just like an hour of psycho babble. And they, they this is the only coherent moment they could use for a trailer. Bro, she made Steven Crowder look like a viable stand-up. Oh, yeah. You know how, like, Tim Pool has those other guys that are, like, objectively dumber than he is on his show right. to make himself look like a normal person? Sure. I feel like this is a psyop by the right to be like, Steven Crowder's a comedian. Look, if Roseanne Barr's a comedian, so is Steven Crowder. Who's that one comedian that's just touring everyone? He just screams. He's from uh, Half uh, Jim Brewer? Yeah, he's my fave. He's Ugh. funny. Yes, ma'am. I love that we just hold on this. They couldn't shut me up. Did you forget Where what she was doing? I said that the producer looked like an ape, and I stand by it. Oh, is that what she said? Well, that's what she got fired for, right? Not the producer. It was an Obama or, advisor. Oh, well, okay. Well, somebody. I She's was yeah. Oh yep. my god, I forgot about that. Yep, that was from that. Yo, it's actually that's okay. That's kind of wide. funny. <laughs> Wait, bro. I think that was when she was on Rogan afterwards, right? Was yeah, her, no, having, was her having like a psychotic meltdown is is pretty funny. Never mind. She, she made like <laughs> a she made like a bit out of it. Like that's where those sound bites are. Got from. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wait, did that win it? That must have done well in the soundbite Olympics in that year. That was before my time, dude. That was that was. The first year of the podcast, pre-Zach. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah, it was before my time. Wow. I'm going to get really offended if I do not offend everybody. Where are my people? You have not even said a single joke for me <laughs> nope. to be offended I mean, by. it's offensive that, like, you charged money to have people listen to this. Someone in the chat said that Ozempic face, though, and that's a excellent joke, chatter. Good job. Ozempic? Ozempic, yeah. Is that the, an old person medicine? The no, it's the fucking it's the diabetes medication that people are shooting up with so they can lose weight. Oh, you it's an appetite not. suppressant. I'll take some of that. It's Roseanne Barr featuring the audience. Like that's yeah. the entertainment. It's just her clapping. <laughs> or the audience Non-stop clapping. Stop clapping. She's not saying anything. Just switching between her and the audience. Her being like, get ready to get offended. It's like, Woo! dude, dude. I, Some of y'all gonna want to cancel me out here. Woo! I've always been upset at like, look, I, I love comedy. Uh, I, I've been a defender of comedy. 90% of the time on my stream, I'm like having to describe what jokes are and why you should be able to laugh to like leftist people you know what i mean it's like a big part of my stream unfortunately okay and as a fan of comedy i've always been frustrated with like the ted talk style approach like uh, the hannah gatsby's of the world on the left there's a lot of like liberal comedians who basically try to undermine the basics of comedy by saying like comedy is actually a bad thing or whatever right and then this is the the right-wing version of that where you're just expecting claps for um, an audience that agrees with you, you're not like, you're not like touching on, uh, you know, the the bro, forget the that. hypocrisies or anything like that. You're just said a single fucking thing. Yeah, I mean, she hasn't even done that yet. But I'm saying like, Dave Chappelle and Hannah Gatsby. Dave Chappelle's like newer sets when he's talking about trans issues, and Hannah Gatsby talking about how comedy is immoral is basically in the same wavelength. This is even worse than that somehow. This but is, it is it is it is destroying the the very notion of why uh, comedy exists to begin with. I mean, this is practically a Tim and Eric sketch right now, where it just switches oh between boy, the audience. Yeah, there you are, there you are. Don't worry, I'm gonna get them all. I mean, it pretty tonight. much is just Tim and, or uh, Tim Heidecker's stand-up special itself. Right, the anti, all the anti-jokes. Yeah. 
but just unironically doing it. Right. Anyways, anybody else been fired recently? About to. Oh! oh, oh, oh. It wasn't recent. That was six years ago. <laughs> you need a new job. <laughs> Six years ago, dude, literally not one joke was featured, and they had this super big ass fucking like beat drop for that one too. I thought she was about to say a joke. Well, there, well, the there other video be... has some actual jokes. Yeah, yeah. In can it. we see the actual see jokes on yeah. the set? Because yeah. like the actual jokes on the set are even fucking worse. Not the Tucker Carlson one. There's another one. There's that... a one minute preview of a. Uh... No, no, it was longer. There's like a yeah. There's like a two minute. I think. Right? Oh. oh, by the way, Benny. So Benny Johnson. The host of the Left Can't Meme, which a guy who definitely knows comedy legend, uh, tweeted out, Con uh, "Comedian Roseanne Barr is back, baby." And famous, he famous, not gay Benny Johnson, uh, wondering once again why there are so many gay cruise ads on his uh, on his <laughs> computer. Right? Why are the gay cruises targeting me? Benny Johnson says. I don't know. They follow me wherever I go. That yeah. concept of reality. They've been living in a bubble forever. Asking questions have nothing to do with the real world. What is my gender, mom? What is my gender? Your gender is get a job. That's your gender. Fuck yes! 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 Woo! She, she can't, but she did. And they can't fire her now. She can't be fired by anybody. Is she allowed? Is she allowed to do she's that? She's not, but she can't be fired because she's on Fox Nation, bro. <laughs> I'm so... Dude, you don't she's understand a, how triggered I am right now, dude. <laughs> she's actually... What I appreciate is Woo! she's the first comedian to make jokes about pronouns like that. Dude, I know, dude. That's why it's, it's cutting like edge. cutting edge. It's cutting edge when Dave Chappelle does it, too. When he's like, uh, lol, attack helicopter. Forever asking questions have nothing to do with the real world. Right. What is my gender, mom? What is my gender? Your gender is get a job. That's your gender. Dude, oh, thank God you played that again. She said it. What she said thinking? it. After, what is a woman? They don't know uh -oh. that. Nope. That one they're asking all the time. What is a woman? I think Matt Walsh is asking. Yeah, yeah, no one is asking. That's, that. that's literally oh. Matt Walsh. Literally, not a single person <laughs> is like, Matt. "What is a woman?" It, what is just... a woman? Somebody tell me. Yeah, that's that's just Matt Walsh because he's like, you know, is my wife a woman? He's he's trying to not get in legal trouble, but like, you know, <laughs> that's why he's asking. Right. Time. What is a woman? I'll tell you what a woman is. A woman is me. <laughs> Whoa. That was fucking crazy. That Big laugh. That's actually interesting because it's hard to tell. Uh, she looks, I mean, she looks like... They, they, they put a laugh track on this. After enough medicine and fucking... They, they, they put a laugh abuse. track on this. 100, 100 P. Okay? Nah, those people are stoked. Yeah? You think they're just going, that's crazy. That is a woman. You're right. You're right, brother. So, so what is she... So what's the joke, right? She says, a woman is me. Are you, is obvious, right? I mean, I, are you trying to deconstruct this right? Are you trying to deconstruct this right now? Because yeah. there's no joke. The no, joke want, is no, like, haha, ha, I agree with her. I'm sure liberals, well, if they could hear this right now, hypothetically, would be screaming because well, they're so angry. Theoretically, I think the joke would make more sense if she, if people thought she was a man. So she's like, I mean, I me. guess, yeah, the juxtaposition would make it funny, but like, it doesn't matter because I'm telling you, Ethan, there is no comedy here. The comedy comes from the the 
liberals that they are imagining in their minds, listening to this set and getting very angry because it like shakes their worldview. That's what they're laughing at, the, the hypothetical libs that are being owned. So a woman is me. So what's the offensive thing there that she's just saying it? She's willing to say it. Yeah, yeah, Set because it. like in their minds, it's like women don't like, exist. Libs think women right. Don't you're not. Uh, you're actually not don't say allowed women. to say I am a woman. Don't say anymore. it You're not yeah. allowed to say that. This is like dystopian comedy in like 1984. It's just playing endlessly on the TV, and everyone's like has Nodding. to pretend to laugh, otherwise they get arrested for sub subversion. So this is fire, dude. That. And by the way, this is the premium jokes that they put together for yeah. the trailer. That one they're asking all the time, what is a woman? Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what a woman is. A woman is me. Oof. Hits harder even the second time. That's I'm getting progressively triggered. I'm so pissed right now. Fuck, man. I'm Don't mad. you ever fucking say the W word to me. Yeah. I, I hate women. I, I, I think there's only one gender. Man. That's it. That's, that's what I believe. Mm -hmm. Woman. Do I need to explain it? Yeah, Whoa, exactly. Man. It's in the name. Hello. Yeah woman is okay a woman is someone who cleans up everybody else's shit. that's what a woman is oh well trans women can do that so that's actually pretty woke of her mm-hmm yeah. okay that's, that's gender cool. roles i'm fucking pissed yeah. i don't even understand she's saying like a woman cleans up everyone's <coughs> shit like okay yeah. yeah a woman cleans up after everybody okay so fine let's let's epic but that that cannot be her story her life is a story of her ruining everything and people cleaning up her mess. Okay, well, let, let's see, let, let, let her cook, let her cook. I want to hear, we're, we're ruining she, her she, bit. She literally got fired for getting so fucked up on Ambien that she was doing, like, racial slurs on Twitter. Like, you're not cleaning up anyone's mess. She's a man. This woman is a man. And that's on God. A woman is somebody whose boobs hang down to her knees with a prolapsed uterus from giving birth to five ungrateful little privileged Never had to work for anything in their whole damn life. I think she forgot the starting point of this joke. Yeah, I don't really. She just kind of like. I did think that was funny. I like the saggy tits and the prolapsed vagina as an image. I think that's powerful. Yeah, why did she say that? <laughs> She's a real woman. Real women's vaginas okay. go down to their ankles. Yeah, I'm Them cool. titties. Real, real women are, are moms that hate their kids. That's right. <laughs> real women can tuck them titties up their vagina. Cool. <laughs> Who resent their own children. That's, That's right. What a real woman. Okay. Uh, that one was like a little confusing Itch. for me because real like, women. I don't even understand where she's going with that, but let's see. Maybe she has a maybe she has an end point to this. Okay. Hang down to her knees with a prolapsed uterus from giving birth to five ungrateful little privileged. Never had to work for anything in their whole damn life. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's sure just her saying children I hate, are privileged. Yeah, just saying I hate my kids. She started yeah. with like, "You can't cancel me, woke lefts." I hate my kids. Yeah, I mean, that's like this is old school comedy though. It's like my right, bitch ass wife. I <laughs> want to kill her. Right, like that, right, that right. sort of thing. Right. So I guess she's doing a shout out to the old comics. Well, uh, she but from is a old. woman's perspective, she is old. Yeah, yeah. Real women. Could throw their prolapsed vagina over their shoulder. <laughs> Alongside their <laughs> saggy tits. Okay. That's let's right. See. What else? Real women got? could play jump rope with their titties. Well, I wanna see, I wanna see what else you got. Let's see. Come on. Rap. I want I want her to deliver this epic final <laughs> note. My pronouns are kiss my
No, she did not. She did not. The, I, I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm fuming or just shocked or I, I just. I've never seen that joke before. I've never seen you, you, that oh, joke. You mean? Wait, it's the. Wow. The the same joke that she made in the beginning, so that you what? heard it twice technically in the set. No, she said she pronouns is kiss my ass. Well, she also started off with another pronoun joke, if you remember. She did? Didn't she? Oh, shit. She did. Yeah. It's very forgettable. Okay, well, she's the first one <laughs> in, in this comedy set to ever make that joke about pronouns. Yeah, yeah. what did she say? What, what was it? My pronouns are prolapsed vagina. The, the first pronoun... The first... The first uh, pronoun joke was about what the kid's pronoun is, which yeah. is get a job. So yeah. their gender is get a job. I never heard that. Yeah, I've heard gender heard is yeah. kiss my yeah. ass. I love that you can say anything after pronouns. It doesn't have to be a pronoun, actually. Yeah. My pronoun is jump rope over my swinging no, hot twitties. These guys are, like, incredibly woke. They're like, they're like fucking I like uh, Tumblr kids, basically. You know what I mean? Kids that, like, grew up on Tumblr. Where they're they're uh, you know advocating for the complete abolition of gender by uh, advocating for like you know what is it what are the what are they called Zeno genders or whatever what fuck uh, de or demi or I know what you're talking about what is no, that no. Were they <laughs> there's like a neo pronouns there she's neo advocating pronoun, well not she I don't know what neo pronouns Geta I don't think Geta is advocating for <laughs> neo pronouns. <laughs> My pronouns are pick up McDonald's on the way home today. My pronouns are I'm watching Below Deck tonight till about 10 p.m. Then I'm getting in bed, wake up early tomorrow. My pronouns are I respect her for, well, I respect Geta for abolishing <laughs> gender. It's awesome. Good, good for Geta. Good for, good for job. He's a good man. Get a job. <laughs> no, not it's a, he. It's a girl. Okay, she's Geta. Geta is a good man. She's a good man. Geta so, is a good job. And I, just, just to show you how fucking bankrupt, I, I really think Geta's a good lady. You're doing it again. You're, you're not respecting. Stop. You're, you're not. You're not so respecting rude. Geta's pronouns. Yes, I am. Okay. Benny wow. Johnson, who is a self-proclaimed comedian who has paid to produce content by no right-wing establishments, literally said that this shit is hilarious. My pronouns are kiss my ass, dying laughing emoji. <laughs> now that's funny. <laughs> now this is that, funny. That is this unintentionally, is uh, you know, now Benny that. Johnson, unintentionally <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Benny Johnson goes, yo, the advertising on Military Times right now. Bro, it's also, what's gayer, the cruise ad or him? He's on military times. <laughs> Dude, the, large, the world's largest gay cruise. Yeah. What is he looking at? My pronouns are, get on board of the gay cruise. My pronouns are, nice abs, buddy. You want to come into my room later? Uh, I've got some meth. We but can listen, listen, listen. While while Roseanne Barr is defending the sanctity of comedy, and uh, you know, because it is illegal, yes. if we see you, if we catch you laughing, we will throw you in the gulag. Yes. Um. There's also uh, another man who's also defending comedy, Tucker Carlson. Yes. Objectively, a hilarious person who definitely yes. knows the joy of laughter. Uh, let's take a look uh, uh, on how Tucker Carlson is defending 
uh, comedy. Nothing funnier than a dude that wears a bow tie. I mean, he is funny looking. Yes. Yeah. He yeah, is funny is looking. The this is Got literally that. the fucking face of white privileged nepotism <laughs> baby with the bow. He's like Richie Rich grown up. Yeah. Sexual fantasy. He's so gooey. He's so let's let's shit. let's look at what he had to do. He, he's like he's like inbred. He did white. a whole documentary saving comedy. Yeah. So here it is. So, so that's the lead up. Uh, this is all part the Roseanne thing and this documentary. It's all and part I got of I got something comedy. to say about some of the comedians featured on this in a little bit after we watch it. Oh, did you have the guy who was complaining that they used his clip? All of them complained. <laughs> Everyone that's not featured in the documentary that was used as a clip were like, dude, fuck you, you fucking racist piece of shit. Yeah. Like, we, the fuck Can are you, you talking find, about? Try to find that one. Okay, wow. spoiler alert, Ethan. You're spoiling it. I'm spoiler. Gonna, I was going to do a big reveal of that oh, in a sorry, second. Just sorry. play it. Right, You're telling me just play it, Hassan? Yeah. Who are you? I know. They're just, you know. <laughs> my, pronouns, my pronouns are just play it. Okay, well, just play it. Tell me what are your pronouns. Please play it. <laughs> the most racist joke ever. Comedy is the hallmark of a free society. Wokeness okay. basically wants to make comedy illegal. Oh, Listen, no. Any offensive Elon. comedian, we're just oh, trying to make people laugh. Okay, sorry. I, I can't. I can't. Free speech first is all, dying. First of all, Elon Musk, a dude whose comedy is literally just fucking reposting memes from 9gag. Is yeah. in the documentary explaining what real comedy is. <laughs> well, I is. think Source Babylon B. I don't think Elon is in this documentary. I think Ari, on the other hand, is. It Dude, seems yeah. like Ari Shafir is. Which, bro, by the way, your career washed, dead, washed, bro, washed. By the way, he reached out to be on the podcast recently. Really? I said, "Fuck no." Or, oh, his manager. Fucking it's probably not. Washed. It's probably Hold not this. good etiquette to say that. No. But I said, "Fuck that." Hold that this fucking L, idiot, Ari. Bro. God damn it. Go suckle on Joe Rogan's steroid nipples more, you bitch. <clears throat> Ugh, I'm so fantasy. fucking subversive. <laughs> she, uh, she manages more than just Ari. No, and she's awesome. I love her. I just don't like Ari. Um, <clears throat> yeah, she's great. I just don't like Ari. Keep them pitches coming. Just sorry. Yeah, just better people. Respectful though. pass on just, Ari. Just Thank better you so much. If you have better people than Ari, I'd be interested. Right. Because this is washed up as it gets, my friends. If he went on Tucker Carlson, if he actually, if this isn't just Any like, offensive if this is legitimately him participating, participating yeah. in the documentary, he is omega washed. Oh I, my I'm lord. I'm 98% sure that's the case because there's another clip I saw with a extended, like, part of the interview. Let me with hear him what he's talking actually saying. This, so. Let me hear. Nothing more Any annoying. Offensive comedian, we're just trying to make people laugh. I'm just trying to make people laugh. I mean, what the heck? Doesn't Ari have a bit where he like went into like a black neighborhood and screamed the N-word? No, I don't common. know, but that sounds like something he would do. I don't know. I'm I don't, just I don't trying know to make for people sure laugh. if that's the case. Can you can you fact check? But yes, that? he does a lot of uh, shock comedy <laughs> stuff. I know he is probably most famous outside of comedy circles for being the guy that whenever somebody beloved dies, he always pops off with a bunch of tweets about what a piece of shit they are and how he's glad they're dead or whatever. Isn't that he loves literally what like SJWs do, guy. though? Like, that's, like, it actually is. SJW so shit? True. It is. So what happened? You're just, like, you know, adopting the tactics of the people who want to destroy comedy? Like, oh, fuck. No, I, so, think he, I think he's trying to be brave, right? He's look, trying to, like, be counter. You do this. I know this. I want to be funny, too, okay? And I'm not a very funny person. You do this oh, stop outrage it. You're very shit. Funny. You do this outrage shit when you have no other 
bits. You don't have like a clever bit. You don't have a clever uh, uh, way to like analyze the situation. So you're just going for outrage laughter. And, you know, we all do it sometimes. Ethan. Me? No. I've never. You would never do that. I, I've done it as well. I understand it. It's just that like, it, it's just, you can't make that your whole shtick. Like, it's just so whack. All right, let's see. Uh, we'll, uh, play the rest of the Ari Listen, clip. Any offensive comedian, we're just trying to make people laugh. There is a fear of getting canceled. Who are you? Nobody can speak Adam Carolla, the biggest right-wing shitbag. Adam Carolla. Yeah, another guy who wanted to come on the show I just said fuck off to. So, I'm brave and So they're, they're showing people getting, like, punched on stage and stuff. We... Which, uh, like, as though there's, like, systemic attacks against comedians, like, comedians are being targeted, which, you know, I, uh, I think it's, like, ridiculous to fucking punch an entertainer on stage. It's, like... No, everybody thinks it's it's crazy. Everyone understands that. Everyone recognizes that, like, you know, and the people that think that that's uh, acceptable, they're irrelevant. They're, like... You know, people chirping on Twitter, who gives a well, fuck? And, and then the ultimate irony is most of the comedians they featured here as the brave uh, comedy warriors have responded to this by saying, you don't have my permission, you are racist fucking pieces of shit, yeah. don't use my shit. Like, even, even Dave Chappelle, who is, like, very transphobic, I, I don't think he would be on board with, like, whatever the fuck Tucker Carlson is saying. No. Like, because... Uh, no, he wouldn't be. I mean, we'll, we'll see, maybe he'll come out and, and make a statement or something like that, but... I mean, this is a great opportunity for him to make something funny out of this situation. But, um, yeah, let's see. Well, I don't know if you knew this, but comedians are actually the um, most oppressed uh, group in society right now. Yeah. Yeah, this is a... a can I, sh- I can show this, right? Yeah, here's... Um, here is uh, Ari. Shame to the Jews. Uh, Shafari. What's his name? I don't know. Shafir. Shafir. Ari, shame to the Jews. Shafir. He did had a bit, the amazing racist, where he would drive around black neighborhoods like this. I'm just trying to make people laugh. No, it's funny. It, it's <laughs> objectively. It's just. Why were they angry? See how angry they get. Yeah, psych. They're mine. Oh wow. Yeah, I, people are not like that was dope. But well, some people actually are saying that about. I just I thought that it was like not that big of a deal when it happened, especially because the two, <laughs> both of those people involved, Will Smith and uh, and Chris Rock, are both you know they're they've known each other for thirty five fucking years and they're both comedians. You know what I mean? Like Will they, Smith is a. Comedian. I mean, I guess Will Smith oh, is a. He's not. He's a musician and uh, uh-huh. actor. Rewind. But Wait, even then, they're like you know they know each other. No, but the, 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 uh... Yeah. I don't know which one this is. What is that? I don't know. There, uh, yeah, it happens all the time, and here's the thing. You know, they act like it's some coordinated effort by libs that we To, all like, destroy, in, yeah, to destroy in, comedy. We sit in the nightclubs, we watch him for... We're policing for him to cross the line, and then we attack, baby. Nobody can... Jimmy Lee is the only... Jimmy Lee needs to be featured in this fucking documentary. <laughs> Alright, let's he see. Let's see what else... Uh, I want to see the rest Adam, of this. Adam Kroll is a giant piece of shit, too, by the way. Nobody can not speak their mind. Oh, wow! You know what's not funny? The one Being thing fucking that... sanctimonious. Nobody and can speak their nobody, mind. Nobody thinks it's funny when you got, like, a bunch of rich, old, white dudes fucking... <clears throat> 
constantly mouthing off about how difficult it is that people are not laughing at their same fucking hacky bits over and over again. My Comedy is still thriving. Is please laugh. You 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 see motherfuckers yell at Bill Burr? No, because he's fucking funny. Okay, just shut the fuck up and be funny. Okay, mm. that's the job that you have. Comedians are not like uh, you know the modern philosophers or whatever the fuck. Okay, they can oftentimes uh, successfully make cultural critique that is objectively funny, show the disparities, show the contradictions in a humorous way. And comedy can be educational in that regard. Comedy can also uh, teach people the, the uh, personal lived experiences of, uh, of marginalized communities. Like, I love comedy, okay? It's important for me. This man actually uploaded a video called <laughs> Offering Black People Free Trips Back to Africa Racist Prank Gone Wrong. Um, he has a, a, a specific uh, interest in offending black people, I noticed. He has a whole series of this amazing racist with uh, teaching Asians to drive, uh, a bunch of other different races. Does things. he do any Jewish jokes? I mean, yeah, he Jewish, does. He does. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure he does. That's yeah. good. good for you, Ari. Equal opportunity. You're a good man. Why are people offended? Is this man skin exposed? Is that like just his fucking dick area? Is he wearing shirts? He's his cum gutters. <laughs> what the fuck? That's what a... is that outfit, bro? All right, all right. Let's let's. Uh, I want to watch the rest of this clip because uh, there's there's all right here. There's some good juicy stuff in there. Yeah. By the way, um, they go. Nobody can speak their mind in this one-hour documentary airing on the most popular network on television. The one thing that people currently in power can't stand is being made fun of. Right. And so Art then you have to play by their rules. Right. You're not going to be able to say certain things on YouTube. You're not going to be able to say certain things on iTunes. Is that comedy? Boy, this what a disaster this is right now. It is now. Right. I'm not giving a TED talk. My job is to be funny. You're such a dude, hack loser. Dude, dude, if you, if you are a comedian and you went on the Tucker Carlson <laughs> documentary about how comedy is dying, you're washed. You There's are. no, you're so fucking washed. You're so mad that like. Motherfuckers aren't laughing at your jokes anymore. You've lost the sauce. That's it. Your pronouns are fucking washed up. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the people whose clips that they use. I'm not talking about the comics. Like the first guy yeah. that they showed yeah. is uh, is a young black comedian uh, who who actually was in the right for yelling at the heckler. I know, and did a really good job of like dismantling yeah. the heckler, yeah. who was immediately kicked out. Okay, and. There are situations like that that he, that Tucker Carlson put in his, uh, in his documentary, I guess. It's and the people and, participating. So far, I've identified, I think, three. Ari, Corolla, and this fucking little rat weasel. Like, out of all of the people that they showed, you know, regardless of what <laughs> they've done personally, like, yeah, Louis C.K. is probably, like, one of the only funny people. Uh, or was funny and is no longer. I think he also. But he's like, not a lot conservative of, shitbag. Yeah. Well. Just yeah. Like showing his dick to people. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Is that a? Cons I guess that is kind of a conservative. Uh, yeah. I mean. Pro attribute. On stage, comedy is supposed to show where these. Oh, there he is. Jimmy Dore. Let's go. Comedy My legend. My pronouns are Jimmy Dore. Dude, he's <laughs> fucking. He is. Oh God. He. And that's that's a funny guy right there. The narrative is wrong. And then one girl goes, we think you're not entitled to be making some of the jokes you're making. This is the current state of comedy. Tucker Carlson Originals. Man, the death of comedy. So the guy that they Wednesday. showed, the, the Indian dude that they showed at the end, he also, I think he's like writes for SNL and stuff too. Like he shit this on, guy. 
Yeah, he shit on being uh, used in this regard. Yeah, I just linked it. Yeah, Nimesh Patel. So here's the guy. Uh, yeah, here he is. He says, this is nonsense. Comedy is thriving. There was a reason I didn't do Tucker back in 2018. No one here is a martyr for comedy. Everyone featured in this trailer is selling out theaters and making money, myself included. Stop this fake victim BS. That guy um, was in the trailer. Yeah, and the other guy, the first guy, also <coughs> had something to say as well. Yeah, his, his was really funny. What was his response? Um, also, his name. I was it. trying to find it. I love how they're dissing the loser comedians that were in this <laughs> documentary. I mean, he's saying everyone featured in his trailer is selling out theaters and making money. Ha, doubt it. Okay. Not Jimmy Dore. Some of the some of the people that are featured are, uh, you know, without their permission, but maybe some of the others not necessarily thriving as hard, or maybe they are. I don't know. Maybe there is genuinely an audience of like unfunny divorced dads who fucking really want to hear someone talk about how woke these uh, libtards are over Did and over again. See Roseanne's audience, man. Yeah, it was crushing. Yeah, if you guys find his tweet, this guy's. It was. It was. It was good. In the meantime... Uh, the other guy's Troy Bond, I'm pretty sure. If you want to find his tweet. Um, I think... Actually, you may not know this, but... I talked um, to a student! But Ted Cruz, actually... I thought that was the first time yeah, I heard Troy it. Yeah, Troy Bond is the other guy. Troy has Ebola is his... Yeah, it's his pinned tweet. Go to Troy has Ebola on Twitter. Got it. He says, hey, Tucker Carlson, go fuck a green M&M, you open-mouthed dipshit. It's funny that you are making a documentary about comedy considering the right wing has no idea how to do it. You use my clip without permission, and I will now be joining Antifa in retaliation. Me too, Bran. Yeah, you got... The, the non-hacky comedians are all like, dude, why are you doing this yeah. documentary? Someone responded, it's funny because he showed your clip of what is likely a conservative woman getting mad at over your S-tier joke about a conservative. Yeah. Yeah, and he said, because I remember, yeah, he was like, the really funny part is the joke she was interrupting was a joke where I said I was the most anti... was the most pro-anti-Trump comedian. Um, and, uh, you know. So it was literally a conservative that got offended. Yeah, oh, for sure. No, yeah. actually, no, no, it wasn't. She was saying he's racist. It actually wasn't. I remember the clip. Yeah, he's, um, I think Troy is, he's like, in quarter black or half black. I I'm not entirely sure. I remember, like, reading up about him in the, when, when that came out. I was celebrating Roseanne's brilliant comedy, but it turns out she may have stolen her joke. Bro, you know what this is, okay? This is just like what Elon Musk was saying. Uh, originally. Everyone was like, Elon Musk is a free speech defender, and we were like, no, he's not, and everyone was like, shut the fuck up. Yes, he is. That's why he wanted to buy Twitter, and we were like, no, he doesn't want that. He just wants you to fucking admire him, and look where we're at months later. Like, Twitter has exploded. The trending tab doesn't fucking work. Twitter barely fucking works half the goddamn time. Whoa. And he's firing engineers who keep telling him, like, yeah, your engagement is, like, lower than it was before because people don't really care about your nine gag memes. And he basically is like trying to reconfigure the platform's algorithm to only serve Elon Musk tweets. And that's at the heart of this. That's not a joke. This that is, is not actually, a, yeah, that's that a real thing that's happened. happening. And, and he was never a free speech actually, guy. If you can, can you paste that story here? These, I'll... these people do not care about free speech. They just think free speech is when you like have to sit there and laugh at what the fuck they're saying. That's their gripe. Their gripe is not being liked by, uh, a, a broader audience of liberals. That's why, like, it went from comedy is, you know, 
comedy is being silenced. You're not allowing me to like make jokes. And there was like a, in the most heated time and like the, in the, at the final stages of the Obama era, there certainly was a wave of people that were just like literally filming comedians that were trying out their bits, their new material mm-hmm. and being like, look at how racist this new material is. It's like, yo, that's how fucking comedy works. You have to try your shit. And sometimes it's not going to land. And if you're talking about tricky issues, if you're talking about like, you know, delicate matters, if it bombs, you're going to look like a fucking asshole. But then when you look like a fucking asshole, you never do it again. Or you rehash your bit. You, you work on Thank it, Thank you right? for defending me, bro. Yeah. And the point is, <laughs> exactly. The point is, like, there was, a, uh, there was this, like, kind of movement. But most people don't give a shit about it in the real world, right? Oh. But these guys are still riding the wave of, like, uh, trying to counter that by being like, no, 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 you're not letting me be funny. It's like, you're just not funny, dude. You're not funny. It's not, comedy is not dying. You're murdering comedy by being just unfunny and constantly fucking complaining from a privileged position about how, like, people are not laughing at your jokes. And And this must mean comedy is dying. (laughs) Okay, so it turns out Roseanne may have stole her joke from... One of the best that's ever done it, Ted Cruz. I talked to a student recently at one of our woke college campuses who said she is required in every class to introduce herself and to give her pronouns. Mm. Well, I'm Ted Cruz and my pronoun is kiss my ass. That's crazy, bro. That that's crazy because they 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 never heard this joke. Wow. And Benny thought it was so funny he had to retweet it. He goes, "Bro, my pronouns are kiss my ass." Bro, the these are Ted the Cruz, reason why huh? Ted Cruz and Roseanne Barr have the same joke and like half these fucking washed up hacks have the same joke is because they're not looking for laughter. They're not trying to get someone to go, "Oh, I never thought about it that way. That's pretty funny." They're trying to get this, okay? And the moment that you're seeking applause rather than laughter to make people laugh at something, that is objectively funny that they didn't think before. That's the moment you've lost. You're not a comedian anymore. You're just trying to do a fucking TED talk. Okay. You're looking for validation from a group of like-minded individuals. And that's not what's supposed to be funny. You know what's funny? Farts. Okay. Farting on a dog. Very funny. Objectively okay. or, funny. I doesn't mean, have to okay. be brilliant. Doesn't have to be fucking uh, incredibly smart or, okay. or, or have like oh. this ideological message behind it. Or George Carlin, you know? Okay, so so that's your idea of comedy, is on farting dog. on dogs or something? I, dude, have you ever seen a video of a, a guy farting on a dog? It is objectively hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, see? He's right. It's, okay, I mean, it's He's better right. than He's what... Right. I mean, it's better. I mean, it's be- definitely better. I'm just saying that, like, it doesn't have to always be smart. It doesn't have to that. always be intelligent, but it can be. We spent 30 minutes on Ethan eating McDonald's uh, yesterday. Bro. Well, that's and people art. ate it that's up. Avant-garde. Well, his comedy is art. That's what I'm saying. That's what I always said. Mm-hmm. I know we're out of time. Do you have five more minutes? Because I want to talk about this, actually, what Elon did, which is a real thing. Sure, let's I'll do it. I'll blast through it. Because it sounds like you're you're um, exaggerating when you say that, but you're 100% I'm not. not. I, yeah, that was a real news story that happened this week. So, Elon's cousin sent an urgent message to Twitter engineers Monday morning. We are debugging an issue with engagement across the platform. He tagged everybody on Slack. Any people who can make it to the dashboard and write software, please, can you help solve this problem? It's please. very high urgency. If you are willing to help out, please thumb up this post. Here's the problem. Elon Musk's tweet about the Super Bowl got less engagement than Joe Biden's, despite having more followers. He is washed. Sleepy Joe. 
Biden's I'll tweet in which he was uh, supporting his wife and rooting for the Eagles generated 29 million impressions, you guys. Musk, however, tweeted his support for the Eagles and it only got 9.1 million. And he was, we were wondering why he erased it because it's so fucking like beta and weird. Well, he also said go Eagles. He didn't even say go birds like you fucking idiot. <laughs> he tagged them like the team is going to be like, yeah. hey, Elon mentioned us. Go at Eagles? Like you're a dumbass, dude. <laughs> oh my God. <coughs> so why the American flag it's emojis and not the Eagle emoji? I, like it's right there. Because he's, he's a phony baloney. Big fan. So he deleted the tweet because he was so embarrassed with the low impression count. And Elon, let's be honest, some tweets aren't great. This tweet adds is literally adds does he nothing. Not, also, does nothing. he not understand that, like, does he not understand that, you know, this is going to be, you're alienating half of the audience automatically by taking a side on the Super Bowl. Joe Biden supported the Eagles and he got more impressions. Hassan is clearly a bug in the system. It's just. So after the game, Elon mad about his low impressions. I'm mad about Joe Biden supporting the Eagles. Did this actually happen? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. disgusting his yeah. Wife, and uh, impeachable, in my opinion. Well, it's his wife. It was no one wife. should support Philadelphia. Twenty nine million impressions. Now that's a lot. This man, I can respect. He's juicing. This Elon juicing. nine million impressions. Cringe. Yeah. So Elon flies back. Angry about his low impressions, back to the Bay Area to demand answers from his team. Within a day, Twitter users opened the app to find Musk's posts were being pushed to the top of their timeline. A lot of people noticed that. It's because Twitter deployed a code to automatically greenlight all of Musk's tweets, meaning his posts will bypass Twitter's filters designed to show people the best content possible. The algorithm now artificially boosts Musk's tweets by a factor of 1,000. In a new, yeah, they used a new method, like, that, that they didn't have beforehand, um, specifically. Like, they tweaked the algorithm specifically to show Elon Musk tweets. I didn't see a single one, by the way. I, I Really? Yeah, I've never, yeah, I, I don't it? actually, I don't follow him. The thing is, it, you it don't doesn't have to me follow. either. Yeah, anytime anyone you follow interacts with him, it shows it. I yeah. don't know why I didn't. I was I was wondering that. Like, I didn't see a single fucking Elon Musk tweet. I felt kind of out of no, but like I also kind of felt like I was not. Him. I follow him just because I might be getting singled out. He might have. He does he have you blocked? <laughs> no, but I have like I have interacted with him a lot. Like I've I've you know yelled at him a lot on Twitter. That makes it Maybe even he weirder. Has, like a hater list, huh? Because I don't follow him, and the day after this, like, whenever it was, earlier this week, I, I noticed it before this story even came out, that, like, half my feed was his fucking tweets. So I just, I love that Elon Musk is just consistently proving that uh, <laughs> we've been right all along about Elon Musk, and, uh, and it's just, like, a petty, thin-skinned, narcissistic, egomaniacal billionaire. Also so took, beta like, to modify the algorithm because yeah. he's butthurt. Like, hello, why are you guys looking up to this Make fucking better insecure loser? Because they are just as insecure and fucking dumb because it all so comes from... It's not about free speech. It's about wanting validation. That's so like 90%. Bro. That is 90% of the motivating principle behind all of these fucking divorced dads that are like... Yeah, fuck the libtards, you know, just, it's just like my daughter, uh, whether you're like a grandfather who has been, uh, out, you know, pushed aside and your grandchildren no longer want to talk to you because you keep saying racist shit, or whether you're like a divorced dad who had to leave your, uh, your wife and children, uh, it's just the same animosity and the same resentment that they feel towards liberalism. It's not them. 
They have ideas. They're Americans. They are exceptional human beings. They're snowflakes. Those ideas are unique. They have to be heard. And not only do they have to be heard, they have to be consumed and appreciated mm -hmm. just by the sheer virtue of you thinking it and saying it. And they cannot comprehend a world in which people are just going to go, no, man, you're a fucking idiot. Like, your jokes are not funny. You're kind of stupid. You're kind of racist. And we don't fuck with that. But they can't comprehend that. They're like, no, there must be a systemic reason why people think that my, my algorithms are, are not getting funny. crushed. Cat Turd is another example of this. He's just like constantly talking about fucking poop like he's Mozart. Cat Turd. Cat Turd is oh, another God. like, uh, you know, Leftovers. conservative, Florida conservative meme account oh, okay. that's like that constantly talking about shit. Oh, and like okay. eating shit and sucking shit and all this other stuff. And he's like, yeah, my algorithm is, uh, you know, really wonky. Elon, can you take a look at this? And Elon's always like concerning. I'll take a look immediately. <laughs> he does. Her. He loves all the, the fringe conservative freaks on Twitter. It's just so these people, ironically, not to sound too much like a fucking boomer, but these people have not been told to shut the fuck up. They are. They just like they have never understood that, like, they are not shit. Okay, like Zoomers, Millennials, whatever, like the the generation that came after the baby boomers and Gen X, they have constantly eaten shit their whole lives. Mm -hmm. So they kind of like, you know, they're they're angry, they're resentful, they're they're upset at the system for understandable reasons. These guys that come from a infinitely more privileged structural background as a consequence of, uh, I don't know, the GI Bill or, or all of these other like social amenities that were offered to them unconditionally mm. at a time when America had a 90% top marginal tax rate mm. cannot comprehend that like society is actually no longer designed for them that like their jokes are not funny they're just fucking old and washed but that is really dark to to cope with so instead of coping with that they're like well no 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 reconfigure society back to a point where like everyone laughs at me and loves my jokes about my bitch ex-wife or my gender uh, being kick your ass it's my, my ass. So he's artificially boosted so that his tweets rank higher than anyone else's. Uh, this was no accident. So this was all reported and confirmed by Platformer, who first reported on this after talking to employees at Twitter. Musk threatened to fire his remaining engineers. If they didn't build a system that ensured Musk has all of his tweets published to the entire Twitter platform. Musk has been obsessed with the amount of engagement his posts are receiving. Last week, Elon fired one of two remaining principal engineers at the company after the engineer told him that views on his tweets are declining in part because interest in Musk has declined in general. After the code was written for Musk tweets to be pushed on the timeline, Elon tweeted out this tweet because people were starting to notice and they're like, why the fuck? is Elon's tweets all over my timeline. And so he does this, and people love it. I, I, he's like, yeah, I, I did it. He's like, yeah, I changed the algorithm because I'm insecure. And this gets 1.4 million likes. Oh, well, that's because it's pushed to everyone's feed. This tweet had 10 quadrillion uh, impressions, so congratulations. Hi. Yilong Ma. Yeah, so, um, hmm. so that story is real. And it is very, very embarrassing. Real quick, um, before we go, since comedy is dead, this is Jim Brewer, former cast of SNL. Um, uh, he used to work with David Chappelle. He made the video Half Bake or the movie Half Bake. 
This man is doing tours with the conservative media, and he is very funny. Dude, I love, yeah, Jim we, Brewer. Just this was one I, I pulled from the doc. from We, we watched <laughs> this like six months ago. He was actually um, opening for uh, Don Jr. in this clip. Okay, the, the greatest comedic duo mm -hmm. of all time. Yep. He's Here, warming up the crowd. Take a look Jr. at what uh, conservatives are calling uh, comedy. Like, Don Jr. is... Don Jr. is really interesting to me because, like, dude, you have daddy issues and you do coke. Like, you have, like, three, two of the three main markers of what would make a good comedian. Like, how did you fail so much? <laughs> That's right. You know what I mean? Wow. You Never just need, like, deep... Up. A deep desire to also want to kill yourself is like the final. I guess that's the that would that is what would make the I magic mean, recipe I, for a good comedian. I'm not sure that's not there. I've seen his interactions with his dad. One, tell me. First of all, he sounds like Kermit the Frog. Make it fun of. He's killing me. He wants to depopulate. You know what the word depopulate is? It's a very nice word for murder. Dude, that's funny. He's wow. tearing that tent down. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, we're, we're done here, but there's one more I want to show you, uh, just to give okay. him his due credit, as the great comedian <coughs> he is. You know what a cockatoo is? A cockatoo is like, ah! <coughs> Right. Because he looks like a bird. Who looks like a bird? Who's he talking about? He's, he doing, I don't know, but he does. He's doing the cockatoo impression. Like, a lot. It's physical comedy, dude. Come on. You understand that, Ethan. This is good stuff. And that, that's what everyone's <laughs> become. The cockadoo. Little cockadoo staring at the screen. <laughs> facts and figures, facts and figures. Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci. Right. I was doing that a couple years ago. He's right. I was... Yeah. Around with Trust the science. Trust the science. Yeah. Okay. And he's a he yeah. Takes, comedy is yeah. You would think comedy's dead. Yeah. Like uh, if this is all you see. Specialist numbers going up. Numbers going up. One mass, two marks. Fascinated. Double. Fa <laughs> if you're if you're a right wing guy, this is all you watch. Then yeah, you'd be like, yeah, he's right. Comedy is pretty fucking well, dead. Yeah. I mean, if you've. Well, <laughs> That okay. one was actually pretty funny, just in how painfully unfunny it was. It, it, it got me laughing. The main I will give him bit that. was a cockatoo. Yeah. <laughs> Super into character. And, you know, it's pretty if, good. You, if you've just been watching um, Jimmy Dore, maybe this guy is fucking... This is a step up in All-time great. Sure. All-time great. Yeah, He's right. the goat. Yeah, these there guys it is. are the goats. So thank you, Hassan. Nice to see you again. Welcome back. Nice to have you back. We're just so only get, comedy. It only gets better from here, folks.
That's right. Yeah. As we inch closer to the meatballs versus the diaper. That's what I call Trump, the diaper. I don't know. Because he looks like he wears a diaper. How dare you? Diaper Don. He just has a fat Diaper bozy. Don. Diaper Don. No, he has a fat ass. I like to tap that for sure. Yeah. He is, he is a <laughs> His juicy. His ass is probably so messy, dude. He has a juicy ass. <laughs> yeah, he's probably Because he eats like McDonald's. He's definitely leaking. Yeah. You know. You know that ass is farting. I'm sorry. But I'm into that, actually. All right, let's hear that outro music. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. See you tomorrow. To all my super troopers out there. See you guys tomorrow. All right. Have a great day. God bless.